yo, 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 this your boy Chris J, you listening to another episode of Black Otakus of the Culture, I believe this is episode 61, so 61 episodes in, many more to go, I got the guys on here, go ahead and introduce yourselves, G. Bro, it's Trail Style, feeling amazing as always. Trying to watch seven things at once and not completing none of those. So, so wonderful day today. True, true, true. Yo, it's Cam. What up? Alright, y'all. So, uh, DC won't be joining us this week. Um, we're doing an episode later than we normally do, so DC won't join us. He's busy with teams, but it be that way sometimes. But, uh, but yeah. Also, uh, those are just, I'm just gonna throw this out here now. Uh, by the time you listen to this, my it'd probably be my birthday. So, happy birthday to a real nigga such as myself. Much love and appreciation to those and all of that that do give me that birthday love. Um, but yeah. So, but just like we start every freaking episode, um, what we've been reading, watching, and playing this past week. Uh, what should I start with reading? Um, I didn't read nothing this week. Um, at this point, way how like stuff don't drop on Friday, I just kind of just read to th- read it when I get the chance now. So it's kind of thrown off my system. So I didn't really read nothing but One Piece. Um, and One Piece was cool. Shout out to uh, Odin becoming a uh, ramen for niggas and shit. G like that's his personal choice, but wouldn't be me though. I'm just keeping it real. Um. Oh, so you ready to get filleted by Kaido? Yeah. Yeah, I ain't about to get bored in front of people, G. Fuck I look like, um, like, it's just me. That's just me, though. Like I said, I'd rather go down with Kaido. If Kaido want to, uh, literally cut me up and literally probably blow my freaking brains out, then, hey, personal decision. Uh, but yeah, that's all I've read this week. Um, playing Pokemon Sword. Um, I watched Nessa. I hate to did had to do that on Black History Month, but it be that way sometimes. Uh, what else? Oh yeah, finished Judgment finally. Uh, after after uh such a long freaking long time playing that damn game, uh, I really enjoyed the story. The story really is what kept me engaged. Even though I found I always find myself doing side mission hell because that's just what I do for odd reasons don't judge me but uh i really enjoyed the story the ending was satisfying uh shout out to the mole that nigga is different and i'm glad that literally shono is dead so shout out to that as well uh but really enjoyed the game good story uh highly recommend it if you're looking for a long action adventure type beat em up game so Definitely recommend it. Shout out to Sega for a decent game. Uh, did not play 2K this week. So, shout out to myself for that. And, I think, oh yeah, I've been playing Vice City lately as well. Um, I'm at the point in the game where I realized how much, like, this game has aged horribly. Especially in comparison to San Andreas because the camera isn't a 3d camera so it's like i can't literally see what's around me unless the game goes into first person which is absolutely fucking stupid so i don't know whose decision that was to do back then but uh yeah rockstar i'm glad you guys matured 
Um, but yeah. And then for watching, um, watched One Piece. Uh, then, oh, uh, watched One Piece. Watched uh, what you'll call it. I'm caught up on the volleyball anime. I watched this week's episode of that. That was a really decent episode. Uh, watched. Oh yeah, been still watching Ghost Stories. Um, I just I think what was it yesterday? I watched the episode with that the legendary episode with the bunny on it, and it's just yeah, even more funnier <laughs> in context. It's so much more funnier in context, honestly. And then I think the episode after that, or the two episodes after that, it was like a where the kids got sent back in time and with because some painter and all of that and that episode oh yeah, yeah that episode yeah. was hilarious <laughs> too like it's consistent each episode is hilarious in its own way oh yeah no the episode before that with the doll that episode had yeah. me weak as hell too like a lot of those episodes are just outright hilarious um but yeah then for the you. you said so what not because you're a bunny i can't date you not because you're a bunny rat because you're black. <laughs> oh, it, <laughs> it was so subtle. I was like, wow. Wow. And then, the, and then, like, it was one episode because they kept making a lot of uh, hurricane jokes. And I was like, when did they when did they dub this? And I was like, 2011, 2014. I was like, yo, they bogus as hell. Like, they yeah, made reference right. to the Houston hurricane. I'm like, wow. I was just like, wow. Like, mugs was wild. And then for the seasonal anime, um, Plunder, watch that. Been watching uh, the rugby anime, caught up on that as well. What the fuck else have I been watching? Oh, yeah, still watching Bafuri. I still think that's the best anime of this season so far uh, until I watch Breakers. And you can't watch Breakers nowhere unless it's probably... I don't even know if it's on Kiss Anime yet, um, but it's on Kiss Anime. Oh, I'm gonna have to uh, go and kiss anime and watch Breakers because I need to judge. But, um, but yeah, I feel like that's the best anime this season solely because it's nothing else competing with it to me. Uh, yeah, that's the one with the chick, right? Yeah, the girl who strictly made her character so broken because she focused on defense, and then now she's about to have a guild and full of overpowered ass people too. So, and a flying turtle. So. And nobody Sun, else Sun in the Jin game Wu has still that. Says, that's you said what? Sung Jin Woo still says. Right, I'll talk about him later. Mm. And yeah, I'm I'm gonna actually when I get time, I'm actually gonna put time to uh, check that out as with uh, the uh, what you've been reading too, Cam. But yeah, that's it for me. So uh, y'all go ahead. Uh, you can hear me, right? Yep, you good. Yep, I'm here. Before I mute myself, because my brother should be home any second. Um, he's, no, he's not. Me, no rush. Uh, he's not? <laughs> nope. Oh, okay. Um, so, wait. What you mean he's not? Where he at? Dante Crit. Let me get his ID tomorrow. I'm going to text him after this. Uh, for me, uh, uh, let me start off with reading. Nothing. Okay, let me start off with watching. Uh, so, like I said, I always try to watch something that you guys subscribe me to and not tell y'all. So the reason I haven't finished anything y'all should come to and not tell y'all, I dropped a lot of y'all people recommendations because that shit is boring. Um, and I will have a nice compiled list of those boring-ass shows at the end. Um, uh, just like I can say this one right now because I love, love 
not conflict, but you know, people get mad in my opinion. Uh, Hunter X Hunter. I actually had, as I was about to start, I actually had not an epiphany, but when your friends tell you to do something, I had a thought in my mind. And them niggas told me, nah, Trey, you ain't gotta watch it. And it wasn't y'all. It was my, my homie uh, in the PlayStation party. They told me the, the plot of Hunter x Hunter. And I was like, I will never watch that show while I'm on this earth. Now, if God <laughs> got it planned on repeat in heaven, cool. I'll, take, I'll take a stroll at it. But like, as I am a man on this earth, I will never, ever watch that show. I was about to do it too. Trust me, I was getting my form ready, sitting down. I was about to get Sick snacks. And then I was about, I was telling the homies what I was about to watch. And they went there and told me, they was like, yeah, don't even do it. So um, I've tried to watch it several times, and I always drop it right at the point. It, it's the scene where it's him and um, it's Killua and Gone. I think they're about to take that Hunter license exam, and I and I just stop watching it after that. Damn, he, that, that's barely going anywhere. <laughs> Nigga, I didn't get it passed off when they got off the boat. Damn, <laughs> that's my first time ever trying to watch it. And then when I try to do it again, I just. Eh. Um, but uh, sorry, Hunter. So after that, though, I was like, so not that some y'all subscribed me to, but some in the um at our PlayStation home subscribed me to, which is um Parasite. Started that, love it so far. Um, so I'm watching that, enjoying that. I could. That's um, I told you to watch Parasite too. I watched. Uh, that. Well, if you did, thank you. If you didn't, it'd be like that sometimes. But enjoying that. The gore is decent, not too over the top. Um, when, you like when uh, Bootleg Kaneki? Boot, definitely Bootleg Kaneki. But let me say this. <laughs> Kaneki look his age. Folks don't look his age, dog. Folks, I was telling them this. You know how they everybody be like, oh, this anime character, he's swollen, it's like he's 16. This nigga look like he works as an IT specialist at a yeah. job. <laughs> oh, he's he specialist. Like. <laughs> he just needs that. He looked like he just go to work, clock in, do his nine to five. After work, he go to the local bar, chill with his friends, come home, and start the cycle over again. Like he don't look like he just look like a regular man. He look like a head tire protagonist. You know how head wow. tire they just look. I mean, like you're not lying. Yeah, he, 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 he's an average joke. <laughs> he's an average joke. I agreed with the IT guy, but th- like, damn, a head tire protagonist. The head tire, yes, the head tire protagonist. He does no have brown of- hair. Just literally no hair. type of facial features, nothing that make the person look different. They're just there. And he's uh, a high schooler. And he's a high schooler, yeah. Um, so that, and I've been also watching a. And let me let me say this with actual actually Mark, as me trolling but not trolling. The best anime of this season, uh, interspecies reviewer. The last two episodes is some of the wildest stuff I have watched. And to this day, I will continuously say that should be a hentai. There's so now, so, now are we on the so are we on the side now that Funimation was sort yeah. of right in removing no, it now? Right. They was right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> when I tell you, my nigga, I, I'm not I'm not smiling right now when I say they was right, bro. This ain't no oh they doing censorship. That show had no. You don't have to log in and press the okay for mature stuff on Funimation. From my no. knowledge, I never watched Funimation. No, no Bro, you don't. A kid will walk into that and they will honestly be like, "Well, my next stop is Pornhub." 
Because yeah. it's literally a gateway to <laughs> or that. Or he's dog. beating his like, meat. I'm, I'm, I'm grown. I play this with all my. I'll, I'll play this without headphones in because I'm a grown man. I don't care what people say about me. But imagine a little kid come in and and and, and see this dog. Like, let me let me just tell you about was it the episode yesterday? I mean, yesterday was was the angel episode, I believe. And that one was well. But the one before that, because I watched two, the one before that was about like mushroom women. And when I tell you that was some of the uh, I'm, already knowing, I'm already knowing. You just said mushroom women. I'm already knowing. Bro, Do me a favor. Right like, above you to the left. The end, open that cover right there. Hand me out in one of those nasty awards. <laughs> so at the end of the show, this is what they do, right? They do this thing in which um, they do this thing in which they um, actually review the women towards the end, right? Mm. So it's uh, but it's like dramatic, right? So that's when you see like the women doing. If this was a regular, if this was a regular etchy, it would just be you know, women in sexual poses and do the little moan at the end before it changed the next scene. Mm-hmm. No. And then they do sexual acts. It did it on to the next scene, which is more sexual. They, it's, it's a hentai, bro. Like, the and they play with censorship, G. Like, when it was being dubbed, like, this is the crazy thing. When it was being subbed, I mean, like, so the subtitles were coming up, the subs were sent because they was at a marionette shop. And at that marionette shop, you get to build whatever lady that you want, right? And they see put a cover of a fish tank. And it was nothing but builder pussies in there, dog. It was sorry for person. But bro, it was all and then when she was explaining, we have this, that, 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 we wouldn't know what it is because it's 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 uh it's all it's but when I I me being an intellectual and critical thinker I am. She was just saying different names for pussy. So she was like, we got muffs, beavers, cunts. Wow. <laughs> like, Yo, they used the word cunt? Like, bro. They legit used wow. the word cunt? No, it was everything was censored. The only word uh. I think that wasn't censored was muff. Wow. I never heard that term muff to refer to as coochie. Yeah. We black, so. But, um, <laughs> nah, we say thanks. But, um, uh, like... It, it's some of the wildest stuff out. It's so wild that when you watch, you were like, bro, what the heck? I literally at this, I literally could not stop laughing. When they was with the, they, they weren't angels. They was like, because Krim is an angel. And they wasn't angels. The last like harpies? Talking about harpies? I don't think they were harpies either because they didn't, they was like these above like light beings, right? And they were censored. Like these was the, Imagine these are the only things that were censored in this whole entire show, but they they would tell you like the light is so bright that um that um you can't uh see them. It's not like they're censored themselves. It's just like the light is so bright in there that you can't see their parts. So the show, bro, this show teeters with censorship. So the show decided to do the sexual acts, but since it's censored, you can't get knocked off for that. So like she was or like one of the chicks was since it's all bright and stuff you can't see it you can but you can see the when the act by her way her hands move that she spread her vagina over wow. you can see like Krim getting erect wow because the the the, the 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 censorship light beam is getting bigger and bigger and then no homo but Krim 
he's one of those. It's a show with monsters, so he has the biggest thing out the whole entire show. Mm. So at that point, it was like taking over the whole TV screen. What's and, the f- um, oh, because it's funny. I'm laughing. <laughs> so, Yo, ain't so, Krim the angel? The half, the fallen yeah. angel? Krim is yeah, the fallen angel. That's a horrible way to put it. But yeah, he's the fallen angel. That, that's um, like the first episode. That's kind of I'm like fallen angel, and he's falling out. Yeah. So, Krim <laughs> probably do represents the devil because he got both vagina and ding dong. Huh. But um. <laughs> It's all in all that, that show. I cannot wait till this show is over. So I could just I would do a top ten of the most wild episodes from that show, D. Because that it's two episodes. It's two episodes in one. So if this was like you know not because apparently somebody put a lot of money in this because this animation is not bogus by any means necessary. So they put two episodes in one. So if this was like a regular Who Out the Champ, it would be fifteen minutes. Them going to a bar, they review an episode over, but they do two reviews per episode. I would do a top ten for the wildest episode, bro. By far, I think the two wildest is when they went when it gets the succubuses because old girl they put it on the glass and then she exploded, and then um the mushroom episode because I forgot to explain it. So <laughs> while the girls are fondling with the mushrooms, the mushrooms represent dicks. So, of course. <laughs> so, <laughs> way it is some of the wildest bro it is i can't explain it because i don't even want to get hit with a sensor band like from jesus so like uh, uh it is don't watch it if anybody listen like on oh, this show don't watch it i mean uh, like, I, 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 I dropped i dropped it five minutes first episode. i gave it the first episode <laughs> thought the old person was the worst thing in this show, I would tell you this. That old lady is tame compared to how... Like, and it's getting worse each episode. <laughs> like, worse. Like, the they, they are literally playing... It is a head side, but they said we can make this into a show that we would put like on it's, national it's television. playing like the... the Has, hashtag Funimation did, did nothing. Nothing wrong! You did, you know, um... What I've been playing. So let me start off with the thing I've been most having, I mean, least having fun with. Been going on with most having fun. So at the time, we're least having fun. And I really hate to say this because of goat reasons. But uh, uh, Kakarot and 2K. Um, so two goat reasons. I'm the best at 2K, so I hate to not have fun in the game I'm best at. The only game I'm best at. Um, and then uh, Kakarot, because I literally would do a sad quest. And I'd be like, bro, I'm done playing this game. I can play something better than this. Um, and I like the game. I love it. But, like, I never want to go into a fight under level because I, I, I don't like the spam um, when I'm playing. The game is like so easy, game. though. You don't have to worry about going. But I know. But in order when you're under level and you want to beat it, you just spam, like Big Bang Attack and shit. And I don't like to do that. I like to, you know, try to use my imagination in the game. It's very hard to use your imagination with. Um, and I just was like, every time I get – bro, I have yet to – I have had the game since it came out, technically, or a week after it came out, one or two. And I have, I still haven't got past the sales saga. Um, mm. I'm currently, I think, when Piccolo is about to t- fight 17. Um, and the funny thing is, I'm watching that on a bridge right now because I'm watching um, a bridge from from uh, start to finish because I never get to see it again. So, um, Respect. So, oh, and another thing I've been watching, that and The Office. I watch The Office before I go to sleep. 
because apparently Michael Scott cringe makes me go to sleep because I hate looking at it. Um, but <laughs> no, so it's, sleep medicine, it's sleep medicine for you. <laughs> yo, it's, it's, I love The Office, but he's so cringy, so it's very hard to um to watch. Like it is extremely hard to watch. And you'd be like, this nigga is so cringy. It's if I was his homie, we wouldn't have to violate him, dog. Like put him in a, a freaking. Uh, uh, in the in in office closet and beat the dog shit out of him um, <laughs> because he's that cringy. Um, other than that, that's all I, that was what I was watching. Um, back to what I've been playing. So, the second most thing I enjoy, Doken Battle, I, on the eve of extra creating a fire YouTube channel for Doken Battle, y'all should subscribe to that, by the way. I, I, I think his name is just extra on that. I don't know. I could be Pay wrong. me. Uh, um, uh, I give confirmation because extra is one of the homies. So, um, uh, cultured vibes. I've been enjoying Dokkan Battle, and I'll talk about it more and more. Just, you know, when it's not dead, you know, they in the anniversary stage, part two coming soon. Um, like literally, like in an hour or two. But, um, out to the true strings. I'm folding on grave. But, um, I've been playing that. Uh, I haven't been saving stones because I, I, me and Legendary Battles, my homies know this. Me and Legendary Banners do not see out of ass except for that one time Go Freezer was on there. And I believe that was a thing from God knowing that I needed Go Freezer. So other than that, <laughs> um, me and Legendary Banners don't coexist. Um, I've never pulled anything off of it. Not LR, it's not featuring units, nothing. I just, I pull absolute butt crap. So I don't really care for somebody. If I somehow get 50 stones from a login bonus or top grocery or something like that, of course I would summon just for the the chance to touch rose garments but other than that i'm not gonna go hard on it but so with me saying that i did a nice little uh single something before i went to sleep yesterday and i didn't go to sleep yesterday because of that because uh, <laughs> i pulled a lot go hard and i had to grind him out real quick just to find out i didn't have got darn 20 elder cast so i had to tell <laughs> you you don't <laughs> even want to know what i had to do bro so <laughs> i have to go Back to those story missions and get them Supreme Car Medals. Because <laughs> there was two in the bottom shop. And I was 18 out of 20 on that super attack. So I have to go do that, man. It lasted until I got done at church. Mind you, I, mean, I was doing that while I was at church the whole entire time. And before I woke up and went to church and after church. And then I realized I could do the, the uh, Dokkan Battlefield three times and get another one. So that sucked. But he's super attack 20 right now. And I'm in love with my Dokkan account. So, uh, shout out to that. Um, and last but not least, I've been enjoying this game, and I know it's almost over. But Dragon Quest, uh, is it 7? 11. You're 11. nowhere near over. You are nowhere near over with that game. <laughs> I'm going to say, gee, I don't think getting, um, you breeze through it. I'm just, now getting what's, I'm just now getting the old head out of that spot because, you know, the Dark One came and moved on or whatever folks' name is. And, I'm getting old head out the spot, um, so I'm nowhere near. Did you go to the? Did you go to the tree yet? Yeah, I went to the tree. Yeah, it fell so down. You, you yeah, no, you're, you're still not done, bro. There's like, there's like a. Uh, I, when I played the game, I said it was like, I, I averaged about maybe like 80 hours, 60, 80 hours for the for the main playthrough because I did side stuff. And then that post game is like easily tacked on another 30 hours, bro. Not you nowhere near I, done. I, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm all for it. This game has been amazing so far, bro. I have loved every second of it. 
I love the different type of freaking monsters in this game that you fight and how all of them are quirky and stuff like that. My nigga, um, what's this nigga name? Um, the folks with the purple hair. Uh, I just added him to the squad. Um, snap, snap, snap. Hendrix, fuck around with Hendrix and shit like that. Uh, silent protagonist, that nigga. I have yet to take off this fucking armor because it's so slap. The um, the dungeon seal armor. I'm just not gonna take this shit off until I'm getting ass raped by other monsters. But you know, I enjoy this game. Love it. If y'all haven't played it, play it. I stopped playing 2K because of this game. I don't play Kakarot because of this game. So it just has been a very, very good experience for me with this game. So, um, yeah, that's really it for me. I'm just uh, pushing on strong for my internship. Uh, about to move out my house really, really soon. And so uh, that's about to be a, a fantastic experience. So, uh, yeah, it's been a fantastic week. That's what's up. Ooh. So I'm going to start with uh, watching because I did actually, I watched something today, actually. Um, I was looking at some YouTube clips of, of like some like funny moments. And they showed this uh, one like little series from, uh, it's called Carnival Phantasm. And it's like a filler season for the Fate Stay Night thing where it's like pure comedy. And just to let people know who are into the Fate series, I don't know nothing about that series. I do know that they have a grimy, greedy as fuck mobile game that I don't like because uh, I played it and it sucked. <laughs> um, but that's that's my knowledge. But it's it's twelve episodes, but they're like thirteen minutes long. It's not long at all. And from someone who has no knowledge of the Fates uh, series, I still found it extremely freaking hilarious. Um, I didn't get all of, like the meta jokes or references to different series, but some of that stuff was, like, really funny. Like, the final episode was, like, because apparently it was, like, two protagonists of two of the Fate series, and they both have, like, huge harems. So the last episode was them, like, making this super tight schedule to go on a date with each of those, each of the chicks at the same time. And, you know, obviously anime, it doesn't end well for them. But one of the chicks... Which, because I had to go back because I saw some comments on Kids Anime saying that like one of the chicks was stalking the other dude as he was going to other dates, and apparently I don't know the backstory for her. I do know she's from the Fate Stay Night series. Um, her name is like Sakura something. Uh, she was stalking the main character as he left to go to different date locations. And if you like legit pause the episode at certain moments, you you'll see her like she has purple hair. You'll see her sporadically throughout the dates. And then somehow she goes back to the movie theaters because that's where their their original date was planned. And I was like, what the heck is going on here? And one of the comments said that like she's one of those girls that like she it, it don't matter as long as she's in the harem, she's cool. She don't care if you cheat on her. And I was like, that's that's what's up. That's messed up, but that's what's up. Um but I really did like that series. If you were into the Fate Stay Night or just Fate in general or whatever, I, I recommend you check it out because you'll probably understand way more of the jokes than I did. And I found it extremely hilarious. So that's what I watched. I finished that today because who cares, right? Um, for playing, um, I just recently got this game called uh, Dat, Dot Hack uh, GU Last Recode. It was um, a remake. Anime? Yeah, 
Let's see. That's the thing, because I know there's a bunch of freaking dot hack anime. Exactly. There's also <laughs> a bunch of freaking. There's a bunch of freaking dot hack uh PS2 games too, but this I is a lot of those too. These are these are off of um a particular arc, I guess I, I should say of the dot hack series. Because I do know that like the OG dot hack, like the main character, his name was like Kite. And he, yeah, like the freaking orange hat with the blue hair. But this isn't him. Although he, he's in the game, but he's like a villain or something. Like he looks really creepy. Um, the main character of this game is named uh, Haseo. Uh, he's voiced by my boy Yuri Lothenwell, my favorite uh, voice actor of all time. For those who don't know who he is, he's basically Sasuke Uchiha uh, from Naruto. He did the dub voice actor. And Spider-Man PS4, he voices uh, Peter Parker. So, love his work. And I can always tell when he, when he, it's him and Laura Bailey. I can always tell when they voice that character. They're just so good. Um, but he, the main character of this Dot Hat game, he is an edge lord. Like, when I say, like, he, like, the, the man wears, like, this all dark armor and he wields a scythe. He's he has like blood red eyes because the game is like MMORPG, so he created this character. He's extremely edgy. Every time he talks to somebody, he's like he always makes an enemy out of. He met this one chick, very first conversation, and he just started calling her old hag. He has this like really nice freaking healer best friend who he treats like crap, and I'm just like, dude, why is this? Like, how's this guy making friends? And he's such a freaking edgy lord he's so edgy but i i still like him because he's voiced by eerie um and it, you can tell it's a remake of an old ps2 game for anybody who's played i'm gonna test your ps2 knowledge for anybody who's played like the freaking who remembers the naruto uzumaki chronicles games oh my god though, though <laughs> that, niggas that, fighting puppet masters and couldn't win yeah I remember. yeah yeah that that, that stuff you got punished for you got punished for doing that one battle with Sasuke if you went into uh, Naruto's Nine Tail uh, form, and Kakashi was like, "Well, you shouldn't have used that power. You should have fought him legitimately." Uh, that game it reminds me of those games where like the point of those games, the reason why you're playing those games is more so for the story, not necessarily the gameplay. The gameplay of the game is decent, but it's like you do a, a bunch of random stuff in order to activate those like gorgeous looking 3d cutscenes. that's kind of like what the game is to me so far there are four games within the the freaking dot hat game i'm on i'm on the first one it's, it's separated by volume so it's kind of like the kingdom hearts deal like kingdom hearts 1.5 2.5 where you get like two games within one game so it looks like it's a it's it has some good playability in terms of that and it's right now it's on sale for seventeen dollars. So if anybody's interested, if anybody's ever heard of the Dot Hack series or needs a, a, a decent little game to play, I've been enjoying it so far. Um, so there's that, um, and I'll talk about the other stuff later because I want to do everything, all of my reviews in one big package. Uh, okay, cool. So I'm gonna move on to reading. Reading. So, this past week, I have been binge reading this series called Solo Leveling. It is a Korean manhwa. Those who don't know, it's basically Korean manga, essentially. Uh, and it is about, it's, if 
kind of take the premise of sword art. No, no, no. I'm not. I can't believe I said sword art. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for saying that. Um, it, the premise of it is that real, the real world, and there's this like monster demon world, and they merged. Um, and when they merged, it awakened uh, abilities within human beings to be able to battle those monsters. And those monsters appear in gates, basically. You enter the gate, they're separated by ranks or levels, basically. Um, so it's like uh, E rank, D rank, C rank, uh, B rank, A rank, and S rank. Um, and basically, the, the world is now, it's basically like MMO real world. Uh, you you can you can die and you can die in those gates and you, know, you die in real life because it's all real. It's not like you're going into a virtual reality or anything like that. So the main character, his name is um, Mr. Song Jin Woo, and you know it's an underground it's an underground story where the main character he first starts off as an E rank. He's known as uh, the world's weakest hunter. He's like absolute trash. Every time he enters a dungeon, he gets his butt kicked. And all other stuff. So right away, its story starts off. He goes into this one dungeon because he he has to make because hunters and they're called hunters. People go into the gates and stuff, and they make a lot of money. And so he uses that money to pay his mom's medical bills because she's suffering from a serious injury. So he goes into the the very first dungeon he goes into. Um, turns out that there's like multiple. I guess, areas within that gate. So after they clear off the first area, which is easy, the guy who's in charge of the team goes like, okay, guys, we can go back and report this to the guild, or we can keep going in and get more money. Obviously, you know where this is going. They go into the other area, completely overpowered boss, kills almost everybody. There's 11 people there, and I think six people survive, five people survive. But like the 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 it's very graphic. So like they show they show like the, the the monsters cutting off people's heads, you know, stabbing them. One one stat it was like a giant statue that stepped on a dude and squished him. And so everything so essentially what happens in order to get out the predicament, there's the series of riddles that they have to solve where it basically it ends up with someone has to sacrifice themselves for everybody else to go. And of course, Mr. Sung Jin Woo, being the main character, goes like, all right, I'm going to sacrifice myself for you guys to survive. Um, and it's literally like a sacrificial altar. So he's lying there. The, the main boss is about to kill him, stabs him. But like he's saying, but Sung Jin Woo is basically like, I don't want to die. I don't want to And then something happens. It appears above his head. It's like, hey, um, if you don't want to die, accept this quest. And the quest is... Trained to become the strongest. He steps to the quest. He wakes up in a hospital. He's all healthy and stuff. And essentially, this is where the crux of the show is, where essentially it turns into a video game specifically for him, where, like, he gets a bunch of, like, he can only see, like, the screen that gives him daily quests that he has to complete in order to level himself up to become stronger. Uh, so I'm currently on chapter, I think, 80, chapter 80-something, chapter 90-something. Uh, I think there's like 100, 100-ish chapters now. So I'm almost uh, weekly. 
So I'm going to tell you just how, because I don't want to spoil the story. I just wanted to tell you the beginning and the premise of the story. I'm going to spoil this man's powers because he is absurdly like I did. I did get a chance to look at that defense show that uh, you were talking about. Chris has absolutely nothing on Jin Woo. Like Jin Woo is absurdly broken. So let's just start with his abilities. He has this one ability where he can uh, he can regenerate any any limbs that he loses. He instantly regenerate. He has he has an ability where that like the main chick and the the show that you're the defense show. How you said that she's immune to poison. Yeah, he's automatically immune to any status debuff, any any poison effect, any negative effect that a boss can cast on him. He's immune to it. It's mm. even to the point where he drinks he drinks alcohol in real life and he doesn't get drunk off the alcohol. Oh, he's like because it, it, they get rid of the they get rid of the um, the poison effect. Um, he also has through his daily quest, he gets this um instantaneous recovery that recovers health. So if he's like struggling, he can just pop it out. I think he can. He's at a point now where he can do it twice. So he has an ability where he can use it twice. He every time he defeats a boss, and this is where it gets. This is where it gets absurd, right? So I'm gonna. So he gets this clash change ability, where he goes into this dungeon and he does this quest so that he can get a. You know, depending on how many enemies he kills, how long he lasts. On the depending on his performance, he gets uh, access to a class, and if he does really good, he, he gets access, like a special restriction. So the class he gets is called Necromancer, and essentially, it gives him the ability to any person that he's killed, so any monster that he's killed or any hunter that he's killed, he can resurrect their shadows, and he adds them as his absolute loyal minion. And he can level them up too, so that they can get even stronger. So the very first one he did, he he defeated this knight, this like super OP knight person, killed her, extracted her shadow, and now he's like she's like one of the generals of his army. Doesn't stop there. He can, depending on his intelligence stat, he can increase from and he can decrease increase the number of like shadows that he can save and add to his army so currently what happened is that he went into this a rank dungeon and it was this extremely powerful uh mage boss and he had four generals he soloed the entire dungeon because he went in with he went in with like a bunch of a rank and b rank hunters because he wanted to see what exactly an A rank, because he never been in one, he wanted to see what an A rank dungeon would be like. Everybody got their butts kicked except for him. He was like, "All right, I'm gonna step in and save the day." Kill, kill the three generals, extracted their shadows, and they used those three generals to kill the final boss, extracted his shadow. But it doesn't stop there. He also has the ability to take the uh, unique ability that the boss has learned so similar to how that d- defense chick how she got that poison ability yeah that the um that the thing he has that 
So the first night that he defeated, she had this ability where he could she could like manipulate objects. So he took that ability. Um, another the like he defeated a snake type enemy, which taught him this ability called like I forgot what it's called, but it's like a fear type ability where he he uses it on a bunch of people and they can't do anything for like a set amount of time. They just stand there in fear and all of their abilities get uh, reduced by 50%. He killed, he killed this, he, he player killed another hunter who had this stealth ability and, and he, once he killed him, he extracted the, like it was a rune stone and that contained his abilities and he learned the stealth ability. This dude He, I think it was, I'm trying to remember what, he just recently killed like this demon and he extracted an ability from him that's so absurdly, I don't want to spoil it, but like you have to read it. Like, and he also, not only does he get ability, he gets unique dagger weapons that also have specific abilities tailored to the boss that he just killed. He also got a ability where he can instantly teleport to any location that he sends his shadows to. So if he sends his shadow, so he, he has a shadow in the real world. And if he's fighting in the monster world, he can teleport to the real world and back to the monster world. He's absurdly freaking powerful. Like it's ridiculous how insane he is. He also has another ability where if his health decreases to a certain amount, he gets an insane um, defense buff to where he can't get killed. Like, it's... He's a walking cheat code. Like, me explaining this stuff to you, you might see... You might think it's a little tame, but when you actually walk, like, read the read the, um, the manhwa, and you see just how he becomes, like, this absolute... Like, he's like... He starts off as, like, Deku, right? Deku's like... A, I mean, he still is, right? He's still yeah. trash, but... You know, he starts weak like Deku. He he turns into a Korean Chad, dude. Like I I've never seen a main character. You know, aside from like you know we have like Goku and stuff like that, but like within the context of like an MMO type of situation, I've never seen a main character who's that broken. Like it's it's ridiculous how disgustingly powerful. So I highly recommend you check out Solo Leveling. It is. One of the few mon- one of the few reading picked up and I've binge read from like almost start to finish. Like it's it's that good. And the only reason why I'm caught up on it now is because I want to save chapters because I don't want to turn into weekly because then I'm going to be sad if there's like a really good chapter. Also, the action in that in in the the series is really good. Like the difference between a manga and a manga in terms of like. The level of detail, the level of detailing in a manga is so much more better because one, they color all of their panels. So you can, there's a difference between when they're trying to emit a scene and they're trying to show that emotion through color, whereas you kind of have to infer in manga. It's like one thing that they do, they usually do with the main character is they color it like black and blue. And whenever you see that aura around him, you know that means like stuff is about to go down. And that you can do that in a manga, but it's much more 
to imagine than if it's kind of like in your face with a, a grand model. So it, it's all it's like a it's a ten out of ten. Like I I can't I can't recommend this series enough. It's really really good. You won't be disappointed if you pick it up. And I I honestly I really hope that it gets picked up and added and adapted into like an anime or some sort of animation because it's it is so good. So that's what I've been reading all this week. I did also read One Piece. But DC's not here, so we can talk about that when he gets on uh, next week. But I think it was a it was an all right chapter. Um, I did like the historical accuracy with um, the execution because yeah. that is realistic. That, I that, forgot that. who it was specifically. I think it's I think it's the tale of Genji, if I remember correctly. Um, where, but they did miss out on some things, or I Oda missed out on some things. Where it's what they would do before they boiled them is that they would like they would dress them up, they would put them in makeup. <laughs> and they would I'm, I'm serious I'm serious they would because it's, it's supposed to be humiliating yeah it's a sense. humiliating execution so they would dress them up they would put them up, tour them around the city for everybody to see them before they would boil them alive so I did like that fact that they put that especially since Wayne was supposed to be kind of like a more um Edo period style of yeah. Japan so I enjoyed that little nugget that he put in there. Um, shout out to my hero. Uh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I was waiting for the my but, hero. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's it. Um, but in all seriousness, no, I know I keep repeating it, but did you check out Soul Level? It was really freaking good. It's next up in my thing. Hey, all right. Shout out to Cam. Um, like I said, can't recommend something. Definitely check it out. But uh, well, we're gonna continue the uh the cam section of the podcast. Uh, you saw Sonic this week, uh, this past weekend. So uh, give your Sir. thoughts on it. So, especially since you are a resident yep. Sonic fanboy. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Ups and downs and stuff like that. But uh, I'm just gonna jump at it, jump at it right out the gate. Wow. You actually did it, Paramount. I can't believe it, but you actually made a good Sonic movie. Like, so, context, right? I had absolutely zero expectations going into this movie. In fact, I wanted, I wanted, I came a below average film. Like, it was just going to be your average, one of the middle, like, Hollywood type thing where it's like, Really, it's more about the humans, and Sonic is just placed there as like an afterthought. And then it's like, oh, there's Sonic, but let's focus on human problems. But no, it was through and through a Sonic movie. Um, they got the attitude of Sonic right uh, in terms of what they were going for in the story. Um, they play it off of this narrative that this is a young Sonic, too. So this isn't like. Um, Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure 2, Sonic, where he's a little bit more, you know, trash talker and things like that. This is more of an energetic, annoying kid Sonic, but it works, right? He's, so they, they play a little bit with his own lore, where he's from, they don't say it's Mobius, but they actually do show um, the Echidna tribe. 
Hey. It, it, you you don't you don't see like the red and stuff, but you do see like where. So and that's a good nod because that's how uh he can try to but like so he's a kid, you know, the story starts so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil too much because I actually do want people to go see this movie because I, I feel like this movie should be supported in terms of like what I expect from a video game movie if you're gonna do it. And I have to give a couple nods afterwards to the director and the team that redid his design all. But it starts off with him in this other world, running super fast. There's this owl character who I think they made her up because I don't think she's anywhere in the anywhere in the Sonic lore. I have to check it out. But her name is Longclaw, and she's basically Sonic's you know caretaker. She's like, hey, you shouldn't be running around in the open like that because somebody's thought you. You have this dangerous power. We don't want you to, you know, take in or anything like that. And that's when the echidnas attack. Like, hey, give me that little blue, you know, I, I want that speed on me. I need that speed in my life. Um, and she takes these rings, and they play around with the, the Sonic ring. And I'm not mad at it because they explain it within their movie context, so it's whatever. But the rings are freaking magical teleporting items now. It can teleport you anywhere you think. Uh, so she takes it, and she teleports them to Earth. She's like, hey, stay here. Um and if there's any other danger, then you're going to go to other safe worlds that I've mapped out. You're going to run for the rest of your life because you have this power and we don't want anybody to use that power for that. She dies because, you know, can't have parents, right? So this is like the first, what, 15 minutes of the movie? These are like the first, like first five minutes of the movie. Damn. Okay. And so it cuts to a much more adult Sonic on Earth. And he's in this area on Earth, which is a subtle nod. The area is called Green Hill, you know. Get it? Yeah. Um. So he's in Green Hill, and there's this the police officer who his best like partner or his his buddy because it's kind of like a buddy cop movie. Um. So his friend, you know, who's the cop of it, he basically stalks them because he's not allowed. He doesn't want to interfere with humans because if the humans find out who he is he has to go to this mushroom planet has no life on it at all um and he doesn't want to be lonely because that's that's sonic's kind of character development in the movie is the fact that he's he's he because of the fact that he has to run away a lot from these different planets that he comes into contact with he's always wanted to seek companionship so on earth where there's a lot of people there there's this struggle that he has within himself because even if he is caught, which, you know, obviously he does get caught, he doesn't want to run away because he doesn't want to be, you know, human companionship. So it's a, it's a good little, for his character and what they were portraying, specifically with Sonic and his backstory, it was a good little arc. Uh, the other person who, the human guy, James Marsden, he was, um, I think he was OG Cyclops. Like X-Men... The first the, X-Men movie. The original, yeah, the original trilogy X-Men, that's he was the OG Cyclops. He's actually really he's 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 funny in this movie. The interactions that he had with Sonic uh and other people is genuine. I believe in it. Uh, he also has a black wife, shout out to that, you know. So he has a goddess on his other side. Uh and I think she is I don't know I don't know her name, but I do remember her from some other films. I'm gonna have to look it up later. But she was okay in this movie too. Um, 
I'm going to say it. Jim Carrey as Dr. Eggman. He was good. Um, He bought... But it was, it was essentially... It wasn't Dr. Eggman, right? It, this wasn't like... Oh, man, that, that really is Dr. Eggman. It was more so like he was good because this was... If Jim Carrey were to ever play Dr. Eggman, this is exactly how Jim Carrey as Dr. Eggman would act like. Um, he's extremely goofy. He's condescending to everybody that he talks to. His interactions with uh, James Marsden character were really funny and genuine. And also his interactions with Sonic were good as well. There's a lot of there were a lot of metas meta puns in there. So I don't know, Chris, do you know the Sonic drawing? It sound ain't ain't it wasn't like that a a meme that, was that a meme. ugly yeah the the ugly meme the Sanic meme. yeah they actually yeah, have yeah. they actually put that in the film yo so there's this guy yeah there is there's this guy in Green Hill that he's like the crazy you know the crazy they call him Crazy Carl and he's like the only person who's like there's this blue demon out here this blue devil and this is what he looks like and then the drawing that he drew of Sonic was the Sanic drawing. So like there's a lot of little little like, like meta poking jokes stuff. in it. It was really good. Um and all in all you know, I gotta give a I get I gotta give props to director. He was genuine in how he was like, look, we got the feedback about the original design. Because this actually a lot of people who I've saw review this movie said the same thing. This movie would have failed so hard if they stuck to the original design because there are a lot of emotional in which they're trying to get you to feel sorry for Sonic and if he was and if it was the ugly spawn from hell abomination Sonic that they originally had for the trailers it would not have worked at all it would have been creepy it would have been like why is this in the movie what am I supposed to feel am I supposed to feel fear because that's what I feel but the new, the new design, where it's much more true to his roots of his uh, his original design in video games and the comic lures, was really good because it made him look what he was supposed to be. Like, mm-hmm. and I I really did enjoy that. Um, final verdicts. I have to give this. Um, I said it with I said it with uh, with drinks. Like, if you have a drink in there to kind of. Because there are a lot of some suspension of disbeliefs moments in the film. But they're not too bad. Like if, because ultimately this is a family film and it's a really great family film. I went there with, it was my little brother's birthday. So we took him out to go see that movie because he wanted to see it. And it was, it's a very enjoyable movie if you go see it with your family. I feel like I might've been a little bit more harsh on the movie if so where I want my mom because I'd be a lot more of a critic. Mm-hmm. But I think that if you're going with your family, or if, even if you're going with like someone that you know, like Sonic or someone who you enjoy spending time with, you're gonna have a film. There's a lot of laughs, there's a lot of heartfelt moments. Um the plot a little bit simple, but it's not like it's not insulting simple or it's not like um, shake my head. Simple. It's 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 a it's a d- decent little thing. In the after credit scene, there is a hint that there is going to be a sequel to the film, and hopefully, there, um, I actually I like the world that they've built within this Sonic movie, and I would like to see more of it. And like I said, this is a huge surprise for me. This is one of those movies where I went in with like little to no expectations at all, and I came out 
pleasantly surprised. This is an eight out of ten movie. I think you should support it. You know, go see it on a five dollar discount Tuesday. Um, and yeah, I, I props to the director. He he got the feedback. He was like, hey, look, change it. He changed it. Um, also, it's it's kind of sad news too for the the team that actually went and did the redesign. There was recent news that came out that that studio has been shut down. Damn. So, you know, but hopefully that their their work is very successful, as we're going to talk about that later. So, you know, hopefully their bounce back is fast and they get the, some suitable jobs for them so they can keep doing what they got to do. And hopefully, you know, by somehow they are able to scrounge up that studio or scrounge up the people who at least did the redesign to come back for the sequel that they've been baiting. So, yeah, that I, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I'm good shocked, though, because this is one of the best, if not the best, of all time. Like, memes aside about, like, you know, Street Fighter and, you know, the Super Mario Brothers movie, like, this is genuinely, like, one of the best, if not the best video game movie that easily can be the best, yeah. So, it... Props to you, Paramount, and uh, hopefully you take this momentum and you put it for the sequel, and it's even better than the first. All right. That's uh, that's Sonic. All right. And actually good. good, Something good for Sonic. He needed it. He needed it. Like, now can we get a good good (laughs) Sonic game? He needed it. Not a gimmick Sonic game. Can we get, like, an actual, like, Sonic, Sonic type game, G? Like, if you want to get even if you want to get even more right you know that video movie video games are like bad right so now yeah, if you want to get even more meta, now, that, now that you've made a good video game movie you can make a good movie a, a good video game that's based off a movie that's based off a video do it do it sega do it. Well, y'all already trying to put humans in the uh sonic universe we that's the last time we you know but uh but yeah, like I said, just come on, Sega, just do it for the culture, please. Like, let's do, let's do, do it for the culture, G. But uh, but it's quick. This is knock out the quick Sonic news that what that we did mention uh in the pod that opening well the opening night made four mil, which is really freaking good, and I think in its own pace to make a little over thirty million, which is. Not I, like it's, the, movie, it don't, the movie has already made over a hundred million. Oh dang! Well, never mind that. Like they they respecting yeah. to make like, but that's the case. That's really freaking good. Like so really domestic. So domestically, I think they made. I want to say like forty something. Forty. Yeah, that's, that's probably what that, I read was the domestic. Uh, money. and then worldwide, they're 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 killing it worldwide. Like worldwide yeah. is like sixty million something. So. Overall, their opening weekend, they've, they've already made $100 million. Yeah, that's good. Like, hey, shout out to, like you say, get in your money. Money's going to come back. So, go crazy. Support the film. This is good. And this is an example of, like, you listen to the fans. And I feel like, I think they were confident going into the movie that we made a decent product. That's why they didn't really trip about, okay, we got to remake this goddamn character and stuff like that. So... Yeah, it was so it was a it was a knockback, right? So, because mm-hmm. a lot of people, 
is when we talked about this several episodes before, uh, we were talking about how a lot of people, when they saw the trailer, were like, hey, because you listen to the fans, I'm going to go see this movie. So there was all, they already had that segment of people who were like, because they listened, because they fixed the redesign, and they showed that they somewhat care about Sonic, right, by doing yeah. that. A lot of fans, a lot of people who maybe not have been fans, but are like, hey, you know, Hollywood listened for one. Mm-hmm. They were like, you got my ticket. So you already have that established base of people who are like, because you already fixed the design, I'm going to go see this. And then you had me, who even if they fixed the design, I was like, you know, F this movie. But because I got forced to go see it um, because of my little brother's birthday, it was like, oh, crap, now that I've seen it, this is actually good. And word of mouth, too, for this movie, because a lot of people, I've watched uh, Angry Joe's review. Um, I've watched uh, Jeremy Johns, um, Chris Stuckman, some people who like do a lot of movie, movie reviews. And like they were like, yeah, this is, a, this is a good film. Go out and see it. So word of mouth, uh, you have the word of mouth not back. The, you change the character redesign not back. This, this movie is extremely successful. And that's good. That's really good. But uh, you've also played uh, the DLC for the Fire Emblem that just came out. So your yep, yep. impressions on that? So I'll do I'll do quick on because I played the DLC for demo. I'm actually playing it right now. The demo of Persona Five Scramble. Um, I'll start off with Scramble first because it's a little bit more easier. Uh, Scramble Persona Five Scramble. For those who don't know. Uh, as of now, it's, J- it's Japan only. It is a Persona 5 Warriors. So it's Dynasty Warriors for Persona 5. Um, however, this isn't like... So I, I bring this up. Right, One Piece Pirate. One Piece Pirate Warriors is like a reskin, right? It's basically, hey, let's you know take the formula that we use for Dynasty Warriors and just put One Piece on it. So like you get the you know, you get like the opening cutscene, and then you get placed in this huge map area, and it's like, oh, this is the this is the buggy arc, or this is the alabasta arc, or this is the the, the Dressrosa arc type thing. Where it, it's not necessarily it's cool to play these One Piece, but you don't really feel like you're in the One Piece world. Um, if you get what I'm saying, it, mm-hmm. it's like a reskin of that. But Persona Five Scramble is. Atlas or Sega Sega through Koei Tecmo the bag, right? They were like, hey, we make a dynasty, but we also want you to stay true to Persona 5 because this world, it, it literally has like, I, I felt like I was playing an expansion pack of the original Persona 5, which was wild. I was like, holy crap, is this this is Persona 5, but it just has hack and slash in it. Mm-hmm. Like you have the, you have the cut scenes from Persona 5, you have um, the the hub world, so like the the place in um, you have like the Shibuya hub world. You have the the part where you go into uh, Sojiro's cafe. You have the the main character's room that you can roam around, and you have like you know I think they also confirmed there's like going to be support conversations that you can have with like, kind of like the confidant system in this game. I didn't see it in the demo, but I did hear rumors that it's going to be a system like that in here. So it's legitimately like it's kind of like a Smash Brothers type thing where like when Joker got into Smash, you, it felt like it was a genuine crossover. And now this feels like a genuine crossover of Persona 5 Dynasty Warriors. 
is really freaking good. I, I was pleasantly surprised at it too, because um, I did play a little bit of the Switch demo, but the PlayStation Four demo just came out, so I downloaded it to replay it. That's, that's awesome. what I'm going to be Japan getting it for. Um, so, and if you and if people who want to play it, the the, the setting up a PS4 account in Japan is like extremely easy. There's literally a one minute video of it on YouTube. Um, it's that simple. So once you do that, you can just go into the Japanese PS4 store and then download the demo. You're set. Uh, as far as gameplay, uh, gameplay is really good. Um, it's you know your typical Dynasty Warrior stuff. You know you have the square, square, square combo. You have square triangles to do different looking cool combos. But they also added you know this feature where you know since you're a Persona user, you can summon your Persona. So. Joker right now you can summon Arsene you can do like his um I think it's Iga spell which is like a dark spell um later after the demo you get and then she can use the zeal spell which is the lightning spell so there's like cool little nuggets that they put in mixing Dynasty Warriors gameplay with Persona 5 gameplay there's this cool little thing where you can interact with different um objects and perform certain actions so like there's like this um like like street lights on the um, sidewalk, you could do an action to go on top of it, and then Joker would do like freaking twirly whirly bird combo attack, which is really cool. Uh, it's just stylish, right? Like it's those. If you take those original cutscenes that you saw in Persona Five, where you see Joker like running through and doing all this acrobatic shit and like doing looking really cool doing it, it's like they took that and was like, hey, let's just make it a Dynasty Warriors game, and it works. Uh, so I'm going to be getting this game. Fortunately, it comes out this week on the 20th. Shout out to Japan with the the money income. So the game is like, I think it's like 7,900 something yen. Basically $80 um, in Japan. And that's just the standard price. So it is a bit steep if you want to get the game. But since I'm a Persona 5 nut job, Still gonna get it and support it because uh, I want this game to be released. I, this game is gonna get released in the West. It's just it has no as of now. There's no news. There's no nothing. It's just Japan always. Um and so yeah, uh, if you're Persona Five fan, go and get the game. Uh, Fire Emblem DLC just came out. This is the big expansion. I'm talking about if you bought the season pass, you can only get this through the season pass. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Nintendo for that. Gotta be shady. Oh. But um uh it's really good. This reminds me of uh and I'm testing people who maybe who are listening to us who are Fire Emblem fans who play the 3DS Fire Emblem games. This reminds me of a DLC pack in Fates where there's this kind of a, a what if tale between the kid units of Fire Emblem Fates and essentially they have pre-rendered stats, pre-rendered um, just, they have determined stats, determined weapon usage, all of that stuff, so you don't really, it's not like you normally play Fire Emblem and you can choose which units you want to level up, you choose which items you want to give to your units to play, uh, which job classes they can go into. Everything in this DLC is already predetermined, so it's kind of like it, it, and at first, I was kind of like, eh, that sucks. But it does make sense in terms of... It It would be really weird for them to try to implement 
this DLC expansion into the main story, considering how big and it, just how huge that world already is. So they kind of delegate it to a side story with, you know, determined stats and stuff like that. So, but it also gives you, it gives into the strategy element of Fire Emblem, where it's like, I can't, I'm not my usual overpowered self because for me, I like over level my units and just rush everything that stands in my way. That's, but that's now doing. I'm exactly. And so now it forces me to think like, okay, let me utilize my tank, put them there so they can take hits, put my archers in the background so they can finish the enemies off. Uh, make sure my, my, my healer is out of the way. My mage character is out of the way. Make sure my main character is getting, you know, finishes this enemy off so he can get the experience. It just makes you really think about each action that you take because there's going to be a consequence for it, good or bad, and it and it's very satisfying. So currently, I don't. I think they said it's 12 chapters, 10 chapters. I'm on chapter 2, and the battles are long as hell. So it's, it's like, it's not like you're going to, it's not a walk in the park. You're not going to, like, breeze through this story in a day. It takes time, and I'm all for it. Uh, this is what people have been looking forward to ever since the season passed for Fire Emblem Three Houses got announced. They said they were, they were gonna, there's going to be a huge story mode expansion, and it's really cool. And also, as a result of doing the side story, you don't have to beat it. You just have to, you know, start it. But if you go back into the main menu, you also have the option of carrying over the, the protagonist of the Cinder Shadow. So there's four new characters. They get added onto the main story, and you can recruit them onto your your part, your active party in the main story. You also get some uh, unique weapons. You also get some side quests that you can do as a result of that. So some really cool, you know, you get your money's worth. Like so, if you're hesitant on buying the season pass, oh, uh, because it's like, oh, I really want to get the DLC, but I don't want to get all this extra stuff. It's worth it. Trust me, as a Fire Moon fan. Uh, I think that it's you're going to get your money's worth and I think that if this does well it's going to be like a smash type situation where they're going to be like hey season pass 2 we're going to get you another side story expansion and if it's of the level of quality that I'm experiencing right now I will support it Um, so yeah I I recommend you buy it you're going to get your money's worth and uh, shout out to Nintendo alright Alright, so that's the cam portion of the podcast. Alright, uh, so moving on to the news. And we got a decent amount of news stuff to talk about. Uh, let's start with some stuff in gaming. Uh, so, quick little positive stuff before we get into some... The uh, There's Sony, the PlayStation Store has a lot of decent sales right now. Uh, the first notable one being... Uh, what you'll call it? The remake. Yeah, the remake remaster remaster and retro, one. which ends on the low key. They just updated this while I was looking at it, bro. Dead ass, like dead ass. They just updated this. I'm looking at it right now. Let's see. It, My, yeah, because yeah. Uh, the remasters and retro was the 18th, but now it's the 21st. But uh, that has a lot of uh, decent stuff. Like that's why I recently yeah. bought Vice City, uh, Max Payne, and a few other. Uh, my favorite old Rockstar games from the PS2 era. This is this is also where I got the the dot on the remix. Yeah, like they so. got a lot of like decent like uh, games. You got Mega Man. You got the Mega Man collection. Okami's on sale. Like uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Two collections on there. Like Shimu, if you into that bullshit. 
Hitman. Like a lot of remakes and remasters and all of that there it's on sale for like a very reasonable price, like up to like day near eighty percent off. Uh you got I think that I haven't seen a game that's over twenty, right? Yeah. It's, it's like really everything below twenty. Yeah, it's really nothing at all. Um then you got the Critics Choice Sale, which ends the eighteenth. Uh that includes Sekiro, game of the year, right? One a game of the year candidate last year, so like and that's forty. That's uh thirty nine dollars. Uh, the stranding. Yeah, the walking simulator. Um, you can go ahead and play that for thirty six dollars. Uh, if you still have yet to get Spider Man, that's on sale. I, it's not telling what the price is because it says I bought it already. So, um, Borderlands three. If you want to play GTA Online, that's fifteen dollars. <laughs> that's a hustle. They got, right there. they got Monster Hunter, Dragon Biters. A lot of good games on sale. Yeah, a lot. Um, so you kind of have no excuse. And then uh, the editor's choice, which is kind of like mix a mix of everything uh, that's already on sale. But the biggest sale is Division Two sale, where you can get Division Two for three dollars. And if you want to get all the DLC, oh yeah, I've seen it said ninety five percent. Oh, that's a, it, oh, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, Ubisoft is like dog, man. I ain't please play Dear. this game because <laughs> because we all know that last year uh, because what what was it was it was Breakpoint Breakpoint was such an L they had to push all their games um, yeah. back that was gonna get released so like Watch Dogs got delayed and all the other games. and now it's like just please buy our game please <laughs> please yeah it's a, it's a <laughs> legit. Like, um, dude, you can get you can get the best of the best of the, of the edition for seventeen dollars, eighteen dollars. Like, I'm still not crazy. Like, it's a, like if we need a squad game, I wouldn't be mad. Not, G. Like I told everybody it. yesterday, if <laughs> everybody if, if, enough, if enough people get the game, I will drop three dollars. <laughs> It's sitting in my cart. I just need somebody to say, "Hey, all right, like, like I'm, I, put, I don't want to just play with Eugene. No shade towards Eugene, you cool peoples, but that's just one. If it was Byron extra, and yeah, yeah, we good. But come on now, but, play this uh, stuff for a day to get pissed off. Can't do it. Much. But yeah, so. Like, even somebody at my job, he they play on Xbox. They're like, uh, Chris, what you think of Division? I'm like, because they come to me asking about certain games that go on sale because Xbox got Game Pass, which is, I can't even stunt. That's a really great no, feature. No, no, Xbox it's, Game Pass. Is- yeah, it's, it's a really great feature. So I don't even, like, I don't knock it at all. Um, but, um, but yeah, they always ask me about certain games. I just keep it G real with them all the time. But, uh, and I told them about Division. I was like, I had the first one. I think I played for like two weeks, and then I stopped because I my friend stopped playing. With it. So it was like after that I was like I'm good. But um, but yeah. So if you looking for a cheap multiplayer game, got some homies who got three dollars to blow. I can't knock it. It's a deal. It's a deal. Like so. Y'all um, start to remember. Y'all start to remember. In order to play, now you have to. Have- 
be that way sometimes. Uh, so moving on, next gaming news: Dan Hauser leaving, uh, leaving Take Two. Uh, it's been killing the stock. It dropped the stock. What like, like a little close six percent? Yeah, six percent. So, um, that's kind of unfortunate. But Dan Hauser was literally the face of uh, Take Two for a good long time. He was the former. Yeah. Coach. He was one of the founders of Rockstar, if I recall, especially during that golden era, during the PS2 era. So, I could he see was also why. the writer for uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, and uh, yeah, see. so he has a pedigree. Yeah, he. So that's just a, a testament to his um his legacy. And yeah, take two. They're gonna bounce. They're gonna bounce back. Yeah, it's so not like gonna hurt them badly. It's not go. It's not gonna hurt them. It's just the fact that it dropped down six percent because he left. It's a testament to how much of an impact he has. Yeah, he has a lot of value to the company in itself, and even gaming as a whole. So, uh, so yeah, it was something to keep keep an eye on, especially if you play the stock game. So, um, all right, um, Team LeBron's probably about to win the All Star game. Uh, next, we can talk about uh, Anthem is overhaul is expecting a major overhaul because they are big ass failure. Cam, you want to? Go over this. Uh, so I forgot who the chick is. She's like, I think she's PR, but she recently put out a post. Um, basically, well, she, you know how these companies do, where like they don't want to, they don't want to necessarily say like, oh, we suck. It's like, oh well, things weren't like we expected it to be. But essentially, the like, I'll give you the layman's version of it. We suck. Our game is absolute trash, um, and we are going to dedicate time and effort into making sure that Anthem becomes the game that we originally promised you guys. So, uh, yeah, and so as of because of that, we're just gonna uh, our whole roadmap. We had to that um, the events that we had laid out trash that, um, and we're gonna fix this game. Uh, kudos to them. Maybe they can make a. Um, what is it, a No Man's Sky basically, where No Man's Sky is was like really freaking garbage when it came out, but now it's actually good and people play it. But at the same time, what sucks for Anthem is that with No Man's Sky they bounced back quick. It was like, oh shoot, our game sucks. Let's fix this. And then when they fixed it, they were like, okay, I guess we can forgive you guys. Anthem is like, oh, it's almost a year now. Yeah, it's, and it's, like it, it is no, a year it came out around this time it, last it, year. Yeah, no, like people, it's it's to the point where people are like, touch the anthem ever again. Like, so you have that backlash against you. Hopefully, you know, I don't want to always wish, you know, ill will towards other people, but if you can make anthem a good game, well, so ultimately what you need to do, right? Because don't use this as an excuse for like anthem 2.0, anthem overhaul, whatever you're going to call it, to charge people more money. It's like if you if people who originally bought Anthem, when you do this overhaul, you make the game completely different and a brand new experience. They get that for free. They should automatically. No if ands or buff buts. They get that free, especially for those who paid for like the hundred dollars something edition with like the promised road maps and all these other features. They get this. They get this overhaul completely for free, and you get and you charge a reduced price. No sixty dollars. $30 at most for new players to mm-hmm. buy your game. And I think that if you take that that approach, 
you could be successful. But if you come out the gate like, oh, new anthem overhaul, sixty bucks, you're gonna fail. It's gonna be dead on arrival. So, you know, take that with warning. Definitely agree with that. Uh, I don't really have much else to add to it. Uh, Datra, anything you want to add about the uh, the anthem? Uh, definitely going to do a mass overhaul. Hell no. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we got in terms of gaming before I I, I kind of want to spend a little time on the Microsoft uh, thing but uh, can you want to give an update on the Blizzard situation you talked about last week yeah so recently uh, I forgot his name I think it's Alan something the CEO of uh, uh, he came out and it was like oh um, he gave another fake apology where it's basically like oh we're it was essentially, we're sorry that you guys didn't have the experience you wanted. Which is basically like, it's your fault that you're not having fun with the game, not our fault. And a lot of people were like, you know, every, basically everybody with a brain was like, yeah, nobody accepts this fake apology. But he did have a sincere apology for the people who actually matter, not his customers, but shareholders. So there was a recent shareholder um, little thing with Blizzard, and one of the people asked them, like, hey, um, uh, you know, during this past week, Warcraft 3 Reforged, you know, has received re- like a lot of negative press. What are you guys doing? And basically he was like, oh, it's been a tough week, but we're going to bounce back. We're going to give our fans what they truly want and blah, 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 blah. But at this point, Alan, my friend, the damage has been done. People are getting their refunds, and uh, you failed, dude. Like Warcraft Three has, has been doing really bad in the light. Uh, you, a lot of the feet, like one of the things that he used excuse when he did the apology post was the cutscenes. So the cutscenes that they showed back in I think it was 2018 E3, where it was like completely redone. It was like super cinematic, but in the actual release date, it was the same as the original version with just updated graphics. So what he said in defense to that was, oh, we want, since you guys love the original so much, we wanted to stay true to the original source. So that's why we didn't add the cinematic trailer that you guys wanted. It's just like a lot of the PR, you know, pander bullshit that you would expect from like a CEO. Um, Also, the fact that he said that, that people love the original so much, but you can't get the original anymore because it's been updated with the reforged format so the only way to enjoy warcraft 3 is by playing so you can't you can no longer get the original shout out to that so blizzard has been looking really bad in the light keeps getting worse that's unfortunate gotta hold that so moving on to the next piece of game last piece of gaming news uh earlier this week an article came i came out of forbes where microsoft pretty much saying that they don't see Nintendo and Sony as competition no more, and that their competition is Amazon and Google Amazon. because because cloud gaming is the future, and that is their true competition. And I just want my initial overall thought of it. And I read the article a couple times, and I get where they're coming from. Yes, it's cloud gaming the future, deep in the future. Yes. Very deep. Yes, the said the same thing about they said the same thing about uh, VR. Exactly, we're still <laughs> ways away. But 
y'all that y'all sound like a bunch of defeated ass bums right now off that and y'all full of shit and i'm not rocking with that uh, so those are my initial thoughts um on the article in itself and microsoft as a whole but um the kind of just downplay sony and nintendo as if you guys didn't enter the console market and say uh, we're going to dominate you guys without the bam and that console sales don't matter without the bam it's just kind of lame and lazy it's lame as hell and you and you utterly failed the last yeah. generation like you you were dead last place you you were absolute garbage nintendo switch came out way later into the competition and dominated the market like you guys it, it like chris said it just sound like it's sore loser and i under so i understand where he's coming from in terms of like cloud gaming and he's saying that the way we handle like in terms of like physical copies and digital download only type of stuff it makes sense what he's saying yes but again but again and 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 what makes this worse right is that he's saying all of this stuff right but guess what dumbass your console's coming out this year yeah you're you're downplaying you're downplaying your own System. That you just announced three months ago. You, you just announced your own system, and now you're saying that the features that your system that's coming out is supposed to have is not the future of console gaming. Like, idiot, maybe you should have came out with that statement a little bit later. Like, I get what he's trying to do. He's trying to get, you know, rile up the competition or whatever. Like, oh, no shade to Sony or microsoft but our real competition is google well let's see what google's been doing recently in terms of cloud gaming uh stadia shit garbage so what are you talking about right as of now your main priority in terms of gaming is to make sure your xbox series x doesn't flop like the xbox one those studios those 13 studios that you bought you make sure that though they're dedicated to making console exclusive games for your xbox to give people a reason to buy your system in the first place and you move on from there you focus on gaming first then and especially since you have your the xbox game pass which is really freaking good so you continue to build that out flesh that out implement that into your new game get those you know first party console exclusive console exclusivity and try to dominate the market from there but you talking about cloud gaming now no, no, it's too soon, bro. It's mm-hmm. too soon. Way too soon, because Stadia has, is it doing nada? Um, Amazon, I don't even know what the hell oh is going on with that. Like, even mentioning Amazon, I was like, okay, but like they're they're still developing it, but they haven't really said anything. Yet, so, like again, like, your competition's not doing anything. What are you talking? Exactly. <laughs> and what do you guys plan on doing at all? Like, like so much is like it just it just sounds corny as hell and like the Microsoft fanboys just ate it and I'm just like okay. Okay. So I, I don't I don't know. Me man. for me. Go I ahead. just like is cloud the future? Of course it is. It's the future of everything. Just like how fiber internet is the future. But like in Chicago, one carrier provides it, and that's only in select areas. Shout out yep. to AT and T because I work there for right now. But like <laughs> you know, other than that, it's it's just, who cares? Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah. <laughs> Who like cares? If, every, if we go play on the clock, nigga, we can't even. I can't even play it. And this not a knock to Sony, but I can't even play the game when I first download it until it gives me a fucking forty-five gigabyte update to copy the goddamn game. Niggas worried about cloud. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, gee, let's keep it all the way funky, bro. Let's keep it all the way funky. We can't even get stable internet multiplayer servers, G. And y'all worried about cloud exactly, gaming, my nigga. Dog, like, we, you gotta start off small, my guy. <laughs> like, until we get stable servers for online gaming, I don't care about cloud gaming. I don't. Man. Baby steps, Microsoft. Bro, real big baby steps. Bro, and plus, like, man, imagine... Boy, imagine you playing 2K on the cloud, and next thing you do, a storm come through or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Go. You play God. strictly off of, you streaming strictly off of that, and, and you a podcast said, "Oh yeah, this nigga ain't play his bill." Hey, Lord, that uh, I'll say it. <laughs> like I, I, I feel like these companies don't even realize the internet side of things. That's why yeah. Stadia, because you have to have stable internet to even play the Stadia. Like, dog, I'm in a college. My college internet is garbage. What I look like using the cloud with this trash internet, G? Especially in Chicago where uh, King Infinity runs uh, supreme. Come on, now. (laughs) (laughs) Niggas, niggas, bro. Niggas, bro. I'm not snitching on nobody because I ain't say no names. Niggas at my store work for AT&T, get 50% off everything that they do. Yeah, man, I got Comcast, man. Yeah, Infinity. The way. Like, nigga, <laughs> man. Hey, I used to have AT and T internet. I think if y'all remember those days, if a game had an update, I'd be like, all right, y'all, I'll talk to y'all later. Exactly. Let me say it again. It's not a nod. It's just the way things are, and you know, towns and stuff like that, and how Monopoly, how much Monopoly Comcast do when it comes to the internet business. But I was, I looked up my area for bro. I don't get a hundred mega. I don't get a hundred megabytes. I don't get twenty. I don't get fifteen, my nigga. I oh, get ten. Dog. <laughs> Gee, ten is really bad. That is booty. That is booty. Internet Explorer, Microsoft XP with that dog. Like it's over with, bro. Are y'all worried about the cloud, though, G? Right. Y'all worried about the cloud. <laughs> we worried about getting good internet, G. Exactly. I need decent internet first, bro. <laughs> like, all I ask for is decent internet first, please. Just give me some decent internet first, G. But, hey. But, uh, but yeah, that's something to laugh at. Uh, moving on. Yeah, that's it for gaming, really. Uh, Birds oh, no, I want to talk about the... Uh... The stadium, the not the stadium, the Activision Blizzard. The pulling when they pulled the games off the G Force. Oh, you uh, you go ahead and talk about that because I, I I forgot. So this real, that's just real quick news. So, uh, for those who don't know, uh, Infinia uh, Infidia just recently released a gaming show, uh, called G Force Now, uh, which was actually what the Stadia should have been. So, whereas in Google Stadia, you pay for the Stadia and you have to pay for each game separately with uh geforce you pay a monthly subscription fee i think it's five dollars and you get every i think it's five dollars like a base plan but there's like different plans but you get every single game in their library you can just download and stream so it's a monthly service fee i think the the best plan is like ten dollars the basic plan is like five dollars it's really good in terms of like what they're trying to do uh, 
for a streaming for a gaming streaming service, um, and it completely kills the stadia. What it would have, but now um, Activision Blizzard recently pulled out all their games, so Duty, Sekiro, Overwatch, all those games they removed it from their market, and people are speculating that basically money talks, uh, which is the, the, the is always the big thing. Um, People are speculating that maybe maybe Google Stadia offer them a deal, like, hey, take your games off here, put them on the Stadia, and we'll give you a, a bunch of Google, and we have, like, billions of dollars to spare. Um, or that they just, Activision Blizzard just wasn't fans of the original plan that uh, Activision, uh, NVIDIA had for the GeForce now. So we don't know anything. Activision Blizzard said a statement yet. I don't even think NVIDIA has set a statement. So we're waiting, and uh, as soon as uh, I get more news of this, I will be sure to relay it on to you because this is something that I'm very curious about because the G, when I actually look at looked at the GeForce, I was like, holy crap, this is a really good deal for a streaming service. And uh, it sucks that Activision pulled their games off, and I want to see what, where this story goes. Yeah, something to uh, be on the lookout for. Uh... So yeah, so next will be Birds of Prey uh flopped. Um really unfortunate. When we talk about how badly Ooh. it flopped, uh it hit thirty three million dollars <coughs> in North America. In the current era of things. Ask your mark on that look, it it flopped in America. Overseas it made its budget in the weekend. Cool. No, it didn't. It didn't actually. It did. No, that was no that they had a budget over overwide like combining domestic and overworld. It didn't meet that budget. Oh, but I'm talking about what, what it met this filming budget, like how much it made to make the movie. That's the goal, regardless. You don't want to never yeah. go. You know, that's a valid point. You want to at least make back. Which no, it, it, it they still lost a lot of money though. When you make your budget, you didn't lose any money. No, no, no. I'm talking about like. I, I don't know where I read it, but because I'm I got a lot of different sources, and apparently they did lose money because of because their opening weekend was a flop. Well, they probably lost money by putting like when it comes to putting the movies in the movie theaters and nobody wanted to go see them. But in terms of like production budget, paying the actors and stuff like that, they made that when they when that movie released worldwide in a weekend. Like, cause it, it, it yes, it flopped in the states, and who cares why it flopped? Because that's a whole incel argument in itself. But like, in terms of like, dumb, is the movie successful? In- no, yeah. it's not. It's not successful. It may because it, it did. It didn't. It didn't meet. Because so Warner Brothers had. It, no, no, no. I'm talking about in terms of. Yeah. I'm talking about Warner Brothers, the company, not us people. They had a set budget that they wanted the movie to make, and it didn't make it. Cool. It was failed. It failed. It's I the opening week. The money. opening. It made. I'm saying it made money, but it didn't. It wasn't what Warner Brothers projected. They projected that this movie was going to be as successful, if not even more, than their previous, like Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Shazam's, those opening box, box office weekends, and it didn't meet that. So it was a failure for their for Warner Brothers' expectations. It did it make money, yes. Not arguing that it made money, whether it's successful or not, still to be determined. But as far as its opening weekend, 
projected box office outcome for opening weekend, it failed. Domestically and worldwide, it failed. Okay. I'm not saying it was I'm not saying that it, it was I don't want the movie to be bad because it's a comic book movie. I want to see that stuff I want to see that stuff succeed, but for Warner Brothers projected outcome for the movie for its opening box office cut, it failed. It's the worst. It is literally the worst DCEU movie that has come out for its box office for the opening week. It did worse than Justice League. It did worse than Batman vs Superman. It did worse than Shazam. It did worse. I thought Shazam was successful though. No, well, in terms of just money, like in ter- like you know, like for opening like... for his opening weekend, I thought Shazam did good. Shazam did do good. All the movies. Yeah, all Shazam movies did fifty three million good. to start, which is still good, but in comparison, yeah. that's what I mean. In comparison to other movies, it did. Like this is the this is the, the the crazy thing, and I understand Warner Brothers, you know, eat too big. But when niggas who not in the seats of producers and stuff trying to make money say it failed, when they hold it up to a juggernaut, which is Marvel and freaking D, I mean Marvel and all that type of shit. Like, who gives a fuck? As long as it made its production value, that movie for us commoners eyes who probably ain't never gonna see that money in our future Definitely is not. a success, though. <laughs> Like, motherfuckers going out there saying, oh, man, you didn't make a vote such and such. Who gives a shit, bro? Mark Robbie got paid? Yeah. Did it make enough for them not to be broke? Yep. On to the fucking next, dude. I think it's a pre-sold notion of the moment that shit doesn't hit a, 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 Disney, a Disney character or, I mean, a, a, a Marvel-type movie. People want to already throw fucking light a fluid on a fire. What's I don't think it, I don't think it's because it's a it's a Marvel. Like that's not that's not what we're talking. I think because it, it, just comparison, bro. It's like that. That's just basically what it is. And the whole I don't want to talk about that 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 in, the incel argument about how other people views it why the movie failed. So fucking incel argument. So like, basically, so what we're saying is right. So Birds of Prey cost eighty four point million dollars, right? It made thirty three million domestic. And it made eighty-one million worldwide, so it did meet the budget for its producing cost. Yes, but like it's again, not. these are these are these are big bank, you know, corporations, dude. Like Warner Brothers is like that, that's this, not this isn't enough. That's not getting them. A, a studio not gonna get closed down. A nigga not it's about not, to get not. fired. Like it, 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 that's what I mean. So it shouldn't be a like. A lot more. Some movies don't even touch that shit, bro. Some movies don't even touch eighty-one million in a theater cycle. Like this, 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 the shit don't happen like that way. Like I'm pretty sure Joker didn't expect it was gonna be that much, but it got the traction that it needed. It was it was produced on every commercial, like it was supposed to, and niggas went out to go see it. Like it, me personally, reason I think it didn't do as good, bro. I didn't see one commercial on YouTube. I didn't see one commercial while I'm watching basketball. Oh, I can tell you why it didn't do good. And this isn't fuck the incel shit, right? The reason why it didn't do good is because I paid attention to this movie's marketing. I saw Yeah, I was saying that's what I was about to say. The marketing was shit. What happened, what the through countless interviews, what essentially happened was each trailer, each time some actor came out to advertise this movie, they were basically going like this movie is going to fight patriarchy, 
it's oh, gonna God. it's gonna down with the it's gonna go down with the the bad white man. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm not making this stuff up. Go look it up. There's countless interviews of people saying that this movie is gonna, you know, f men, woman empowerment, all this other stuff. When your main audience who is going to see the movie, who's going to support the movie, are men. Yep. So if you have all of this count, you have all these interviews, this media coverage of them basically going like, hey, main audience movies, this movie is going to make you the villain. What? What? I'm not going to see this crap. F that. And then what happened is that, because I also read some other article about this movie because it, because it wasn't as successful as it should. Let's just say that. Let's just say it didn't fail. It wasn't as successful as it should have been. Um, for argument's sake, and yeah, the reason why is be, and they it. blamed a lot of they. What is the main thing that they blamed that this movie wasn't successful? No, not, that was not bullshit. enough. Not not not, not, not enough. Not enough. Not enough men about. went to go see. Not enough men went to go see it. And then one of them niggas. Now this was that when the director came out and said this. I was like, that's dumb as hell. He, yeah, dude went out and said some dumb shit like, um, uh, I blame like the man who didn't come out and see the movie. Like, I just think like. In this whole age of comic movie, which I hope this shit get hit with a meteor soon, G. Like it's I not. hope it goes back to <laughs> two thousand when motherfuckers like I just it's wish, bro, really this not. shit is annoying. It's not like I hope it get overturned by fucking <laughs> by fucking Build a Bear movies in three D, dog. Like it's I, not. I really <laughs> that, do. like those gonna sell though, not. but uh, it's not. It's not. <laughs> I, it, it, it's, it's not. But a nigga can dream, dog. Cause like I, I'm not hyped for shit, bro. It's an oversaturated market. And of course, people are about to go see it because it's a name. It's an oversaturated market. Damn near every fucking movie is the same. And if you talk shit about one of them, it's bad because you don't think it's cool or not, dog. Like, it's, it's stupid. And if a movie don't make $1 billion in the first opening week to shatter the box office record for the 14 billion fucking time, like every other comic book movie does, it sucks. So, like, it's, it's, it's really weird, bro. I'm like, honestly... Tired of the motherfuckers, bro. Like, I want them to go. Like, it's I, not. I, I'm, I'm tired <laughs> of the game, fucking game is the number. In game made a billion dollars, G. They, we we got a transvestite hero coming out. He's going to do his thing. Like, I, I'm, I'm tired <laughs> of it. That would get problematic. <laughs> I know, I'm not trying to get problematic. I'm just saying what I'm talking about. I'm tired of this shit, bro. I get it. It's not. And the reason why, and that's why we have this notion of that birds of prey failed because of the way that the comic book movie industry is is because it's a juggernaut because it's a huge monumental success that's why warner brothers has this real this unrealistic expectation that every single comic book movie we have has to meet this quota if it doesn't meet this quota by our standards it is a fucking failure it is a flop it didn't do what we wanted it Fail opening weekend birds of prey fail it didn't meet our expectations and ultimately it's them who decides the fate of a said movie franchise it won't go apparently, because apparently that movie it, it got teased that there's supposed to be a sequel to it but if that movie didn't make the money that warner brothers wanted that movie to make even though it did meet its producing budget so by all means it was a success in that area but if it doesn't meet a specific quota for Warner Brothers, they're gonna go like, "This doesn't make us uh, in-game money. Cut it." I highly doubt that because none of their none of their movies are extremely successful, but a few. 
Like it, the same thing you can say with the freaking first Man of Steel. What's not wildly successful? Still got Batman versus Superman. Well, all the shit going on with their stupid ass universe and how they do, not as big as they want to be. Still getting sequels to their movie. They, it's just they. I honestly, yeah, because they DVD sales do fucking amazing if you ever look at really it. Really freaking good. And then like, like it, it, it's just how it is. Like just like you said, it's a big market. They're gonna continue doing the shit. Just like Margot Robbie is a fan favorite. Just like she's gonna sell one billion and two goddamn hot, white trash Halloween costumes. It's just, it's just how it's gonna be. Like market is different. Like when it comes to, especially when it comes to making that money, they rails that they they there. What's that called? Um, uh, Avenues of Wealth, whatever that that saying is, is is kind of bigger than just that box office at this point. So it's not gonna go anywhere. Oh and yeah, yeah. The, there's there's, there's a lot of things. The word failure for a movie in which like this shit is, this shit is like literally like. 4D chest at this point, like it can suck at the box office. Like it, it can do all of that, and it can still say, "We made this much. Let's go to the draw board, see what we did bad with this movie. Let's throw Margaret Robbie fucking back on the front because what are you supposed to be named Birds of Prey?" Oh no, the movie. Another thing, the, the, so and another thing with their the shitty marketing is now they're renamed Quinn Birds of Prey. Yeah, so like, like it, instead of Harley Quinn, or the Birds of Prey in the fantabulous emancipation of one and Harley also, Quinn. Also, another thing in which I think it failed too. Like, I'm honestly sorry. Like, if you're gonna have any villains of of the fucking Dark One, the Dark Knight, you're like you gotta have them in the fucking movie. I don't care if it is a man and he carries shit. Like, that's just gonna. You put a teaser of Batman in that movie, you get cast. Big facts, even though he, you he didn't have Batman that. at the time. Just like if you make a fucking Mary Jane movie of Spider-Man, it's kind of like the Joker with no action. You just say Peter Parker's going to say hi to Mary Jane by a locker. Motherfuckers going to see that movie because it's Spider-Man. Yeah, that, that's why Suicide Squad was, a lot of people like that. Batman was in the movie. <laughs> literally was that. <laughs> he nope. was literally there. Nobody huh? wanted to see goddamn crap fight Joker. Like, no, we want to see goddamn. And I, I honestly, that's what I would have did better. But like the... And I, 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 I didn't go on a randomness podcast in a minute, so I'm warranted. But, like, I, I honestly hate this shit, bros. Like, I hate I, I, I hate the comic book genre more than I hate fucking anime fan bases. And I hate that shit, bro. <laughs> I hate I hate Speaking it. Speaking of anime fan bases. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, now we're like even more toxic, bro. <laughs> that's a perfect <laughs> transition. <laughs> there we go. We're potting, guys. <laughs> We're potting. <laughs> but since Daytra led us to such a beautiful, like, smooth transition, man, he's potting today. But um, the My Hero fans is out here very foolish and uh and ignorant towards history. Uh, I got to use the bathroom, so Cam, uh, you go ahead and uh, start the discussion on this. <laughs> Oh man, wait. So this all happened. Uh, what's the dude? You know the dude's name, Detro? Horikoshi. No, no, not Horikoshi. The guy in the, the My Hero chapter. It's like Matsu oh, Shira, yeah. Shira, Matsu Shira something, and he was named after I think some incident in World War II of uh, that like killed a bunch of people. So yeah. Horikoshi came out with an official apology. Uh, Shonen Jump came out with an official apology, and I think they he had to change the character's name and yada yada yada. 
then stop there for the My Hero fans. My Hero fans are like, hey, uh, we did some research because we have nothing better to do with our lives. And we found out that uh, Bakugo shares the same birthday as Adolf Hitler. Uh, Hirokoshi, what are you doing? And so basically, as a result of that, a lot of My Hero fans are like, did research on several of the characters were like, this character has the same birthday as Adolf. I think it was Bakugo. Bakugo shares the same birthday as Hitler. Some other characters share some uh, birthdays with other uh, Japanese um, military leaders in World War II and all this stuff. So basically, reaching. We're, we're doing some heavy reach. Super reach! We're doing... And I'm just like, wait, how? Okay, because, you know, China's mad, right? Because it's China. Who cares, right? They, they, of course, my hero's banned in China. Bro, nigga, China, <laughs> the freaking world, one of the world, like, something's banned in China because it looked at, like, one of their freaking presidents before. Yeah, when he was Winnie the Pooh. Outright, Winnie the Pooh was the band. Winnie the Pooh. The niggas, the niggas, you say what? Niggas get killed because they want freedom of speech, my nigga. Like, you can't. Niggas are internment camps because they want to talk about something, bro. Right. <laughs> oh, bro. And I think, and then like one other fan, like, because Hirokoshi likes a lot of American, so he gave um yeah. Yeah, so, several of the protagonists, uh, voice actors, like they gave them the same birthday. Like Deku, I think Deku shares Robert Downey Jr. and somebody else's uh birthday. And I think it was the same for Bakugo as well. Yeah. Okay, so it's a coincidence that the guy who that guy who you know Bakugo shares a birthday with one of them is okay. There's people in real life who share the same <laughs> birthday as Adolf Hitler. Are we gonna go like, oh, I'm so okay. oh my god, I can't believe you're celebrating the life of Adolf Hitler? Like, nigga, what? Nigga's like, my birthday. Reaching. Get on my dick. Reaching. Like you, my hero fans are different. You like. It's like the One Piece community, right? Absolute toxic garbage. But y'all are like creeping up. Like y'all are like right there in terms of like toxic fan bases because this is ridiculous. Okay, they resolved the issue. Shonen Jump, Hirokoshi, they came out there like, listen, you know, we're sorry that this guy offended some people, offended some of my readers. I changed it. Please continue to enjoy the show. End it. But then you're like, oh, wait, uh, Bakugo shares the same day as Hitler. Automatic trash. I can't believe Hirokoshi is a uh, Oh, my God. Uh, he worships Hitler at night. Like, y'all are sad. Y'all are sad. <laughs> Yo, I honestly think the crazy thing is, and I'm not, and, I, and it's not no, I'm trying to protect this nigga. Horikoshi is just going to stop writing my hero. And, and the reason I say that is not because of. That's the personality he is, bro. He ain't a regular nigger, dog. Yeah, he, like, he he's very so, sensitive. He's sensitive. He's like very entangled with the West and Western culture. That's why he drew. That's why everything he does is so took it off of us, like, bro. Like a lot of people say, All Might is the epitome of like Goku and shit. Yeah, that's true to an extent. The rest of that he's is Superman, Superman. Honor, my nigga. He's Superman. Like, he's, he's literally United States. Look, he, his in, moves right? are named after. Right, he <laughs> like He's a super movie buff. He loves our fashion. He loves our sports. Like this, he's not a regular. Like, like he's not a regular nigga, bro. So, and reason I'm saying that is because 
And and in the meantime, he's trying to just stop writing it, bro, because niggas are coming at his neck for stuff that's easy. And then, took, I think they said time. he took a break. It's, it's been delayed. It's going on break. It's going on a one week break. Every every every, how should I say this? Like now, it's at a popularity standpoint, when niggas don't like their fans because the fans overrated, which you know that's hot. Who gives a shit what somebody like at this point, G? So now you 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 call it trash because people overrate the show. Now you 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 coming at him because of fucking birthdays. All right, you named the character after some nigga who killed niggas, bro. It is literally people out here who worships him. Not not um, Hitler. There's real there's real Nazis in this world. In what in the sh- in the show, uh, sh- there was a, a part in the manga. People, like in the show, so like. These probably come from the same people who watch fucking like you know obscure shit, like incest shit. Talk about that, bro. Like, <laughs> like literally, literally. Talk about the people in your fan base who literally high school is dojin, dog. Not regular dojin. A little bit of that gay shit too. Talk about that. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> talk, 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 talk. Like, please, I, I, I need that. I need that in my veins, yeah? Because at this point, like, and I'm not a my hero apologist, but I'm not, I'm not also a slanderer either. I, I, I'm a Stan Goku, I mean Deku, and, and things like that. I'm about to hit my dog. Your dog also stands Goku, too. <laughs> he, said, he said, Goku, nigga? Yeah, yeah man, dog, Goku, that nigga. I'll be back to continue this rent. Y'all go home. My dog about to get thrown out the window. <laughs> Dog saying Goku, the dog getting punished, man. It's wild. Uh, but but my but I don't what can I really say? Like the fan base is wild, G at this point. They are just wild and It's the this, it's a the it's the blessing and curse. Yep. It's the blessing as and curse of being is, popular. As something gets more mainstream, you draw in more of that mainstream. T- yep. Uh my hero. And it's, <laughs> I just found this whole situation funny. It's because it's just like, even even the one where Shonen Jump and Hirokoshi had to come out and officially uh, publicly apologize. I don't even know if they're trying to pub- apologize. It's too late for. I don't care. They're they're sensitive as hell, so it don't matter what, it's what you not do. Changing though. nothing. So, but to apologize to your fan base, like it. <laughs> Because, and the thing is, is that Hirokoshi does that because it, you know, a lot of media does that where they portray certain characters, certain events, certain areas in reference to historical events that plays into that character, like that doctor, that doctor dude is was, yeah, he, he literally, his character what he was historically tied to made sense because that's what his character portrayed. Mm-hmm. And obviously here, Koshi's making him a villain. He's making him a scumbag. He's making him somebody you want to hate. So if you hate him, he did his job. That's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to go like, oh, this is too historically accurate. Now we getting sensitive about history. Like what's going on? Like, <laughs> it's, it happened. It's, it happened. It was real. It was a tragic event. Yes. Like, like that's like me that. getting mad at a black person. 
like they they a black person getting sniped by a dude named uh who's dude that killed shot Martin Luther King? Or, uh, uh, did they ever say who shot King? No, John yeah. Kennedy. There we go. Like somebody killed John F. Kennedy and said Leroy Oswald or whatever the dude's name was. That's like, yo, a sniper named Oswald. Okay. I mean, snipe. So you're mad about right. the fact that they're giving, like, hey, it be that way sometimes. And it the, be, <laughs> and the like, thing is, is like, now if he can, now if her coach, she came out and yeah, this is um, this is the event that I'm tied to. I, I, or or for Bakugo's case, right? Like, oh, his he shares a birthday with Hitler. Now, if Hirokoshi came out like, yeah, I'm a neo-Nazi, f them Jews, blah 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 blah. I want Bakugo to represent um, uh, you know, white supremacy down with uh anybody the, the pure Aryan race type thing. Then yeah, I can see if you were to go like, yo, Hirokoshi, what you doing? But if he's if he's given a, a subtle nod to a historical event in places of the care that makes sense with what he's trying to tell within his story, what are we getting mad for? Mugs weirdos, G. <laughs> Mugs are weirdos, G. Plain and freaking simple. Uh, quickly, let's just go ahead and move on. Uh, speaking of toxic fan bases and uh, stuff like that, Demon Slayer. Uh, the jump, the, uh, the Shonen Jump editor in chief explained and found it unusual how quickly Demon Slayer got successful. Uh, so the major quote here that he said is normally a manga gradually sells more throughout the anime's run, but Demon Slayer shot straight up after the anime ended, indicating that a n- number of people watched the anime through the streaming service after it ended rather than watched it weekly. The way people interact with anime has changed, and I feel like we've entered a new phase. So pretty much he's saying, look, we wasn't expecting this shit to blow up like this, and the shit's about to end soon, and we're kind of fucked. <laughs> well, I, I can tell you the literal, the one simple reason. Social media. Yep. That too. <laughs> that's that's why that, that Demon Slayer. In episode 19. It, it, episode 19, because of social media. Like yep. people word of mouth spread through social media. Uh, it's like, hey, check out this Demon Slayer stuff. It, niggas checked it out, and now it's it's so widely successful that it is our anime. Yep. And let's just go ahead and talk about the Crunchyroll Anime uh, Awards, which was yesterday. And uh, I don't know. know if you didn't watch it. Good. Okay. I, Bro, you I, didn't miss anything. Yeah. Yeah, you really. Didn't. I saw oh, the. Yeah. I saw the. Uh, yeah. The two-minute thing I, I, of all of the people that got. Yeah, one. I don't give a shit about awards, right? I don't, right? I don't either. And 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 let me just say this: spoil fucking alert. And I'm not even going. They don't even have the the audacity to get my clown because you you are sitting above clown, bro. So I'm going <laughs> to say right here, right now. Not even the fact that you called that nigga Thor real or whatever the heck you called him. They called him Thor They they disrespected yes, Thor They got Thor killed and Thor. They called him. Don't Thor, know how Thor, you could possibly Thor, do that, but you did. They they fumbled. They fumbled it horribly. This is the thing. They didn't give Asclad antagonists. I don't care about awards. Oh, they I gave it to freaking Isabel yes, from, uh, yes, from Isabel. Neverland. Yeah, yes. yeah. The woman who <laughs> done nothing but cook kids for demons. That's it. 
She done nothing. She wasn't. Mom, in the way the anime portrayed her, Sister Crone was more the antagonist than Isabel. Agreed. Isabel was kind of like the Eye of Siron. Siron. It's like we noticed the evil thing is right there just looking at us. But it wasn't it wasn't chasing after us. It was <laughs> them niggas escaped. They did. They did. They got tricked by eleven year olds, G. I'm <laughs> glad turned Torfed into a psychopath mass murderer. <laughs> Yes, fuck that kid up. He told he told him like, "Hey, yo, messed up after he died. Messed up, G." (laughs) As we speak, no spoiler. But coming up next season, my nigga Thorfinn is gonna be a farmer. He plant crops, G. He plant some crops, man. (laughs) That's like you, you can't, you can't, you can't tell me. That 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 Thor. I mean, Asclad wasn't the goat, bro. He was playing five D chess too, bro. Like the dude was a genius, smart as hell, smart, bro. It was. uh, He was. I don't. Man, I don't care. I know. I I don't watch that much anime, right? But guess what? I read The Promised Neverland to a healthy amount until I forgot to start reading. Yeah, you read enough. It's you read enough. You read enough. Like so, I know the villains, and I will tell you this: there's more better villains than Mom. People like mom. You're not supposed to like a villain like that. Yeah. I hate Asclad. I, I yeah, Asclad is a scumbag. I hate Asclad, <laughs> but I respect the lighting. That's no cap. You know, that, that that is no cap for me. I hate Asclad. I respect the lighting. I personally believe that Asclad was probably one of the best written characters last season, right next to Tanjiro. And let me quit playing with y'all. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> hey, hey, that's the anime of the year you're talking about there, buddy. Come and on was, now. Hey, like, anything else that I want, except for, like, the two I got kicked off was, because I, I felt like people, people, like, that, I think that the ass like, not that many people watch Villain Saga, and I understand. I'm just getting my, 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 my what you call it off, like, my angst off, because ass like, me standing over the Villain Saga. But, like, I, I think a lot of people soured on, like, my hero because it was so popular. So the people who fucking voted didn't vote because people would have thought, oh, um, I said my hero, my bad, Demon Slayer, because people would have thought Demon Slayer going to win anyway. So let's yeah, give Demon Slayer going to win, yep. Pity mm-hmm. So people didn't vote for it. I think the one thing it should have guaranteed one, and I'm not saying this in a pedophile type way, I'm saying this as a, a person with two younger sisters. Let me say it like this. I have two of them. Nessie Coates to the one best girl. That's it. I don't really care about anything else. Like, if he didn't win best boy, give it to Mob. Don't care. Like, that's the, the two that is sure. Oh, they gave it to me. they gave it to Raptilia. Raptilia is a child too, so it, it don't matter. <laughs> like, like, like from the most popular show, like she literally has a book bag. No, no, no. When I tell when I tell you, for the furry community, Raptilia is like God. Oh, God, she's oh. she she. She, 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 people Wait, love Raptilia. Is that from the, is that from that beast show? The Shield no, Hero. It's, no, it's from the, the Rising of the Shield Hero. Oh, no niggas. But, um, niggas who watch Rising of <laughs> the Shield Hero need to get their brain checked out anyway. But, like, Damn. Um, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, I said that particularly because Chris watched it. But let me, uh, but let me, let me, 
I, I know I, I took over this part, but I want to say this right now because I I particularly have not went on our Twitter page just because I wanted the anime award stuff to die down, and I didn't want to read anything that somebody else tweeted. I swear to God, Silvano is the most sassiest thing I ever seen in the game. I don't want to say gay because I already probably offended them niggas by far. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> you've been canceled. We've been canceled, bitch. We've been <laughs> so let me let me chill out. These are winning, but um, like it's it's. I just I just hate awards, okay? Like and then, and then like people get mad, bro. It was like five people though. Niggas didn't even clap, and they were all black. Okay. <laughs> like shout yes. shout out to my man's RDC world. Uh, he was that. He gave out an award. He deserves all the the stuff that he uh gets. All the accolades, all the he deserves all that. I don't care about that Vader nigga because he literally do the same dance in every video. Relax, relax. Shout out to RDC. <laughs> what? What? Oh my bad. We go get. Wait, I think he already did the dance as Tanjiro. Wait, let me see. He probably did the dance as Star. <laughs> hey, 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 listen, man. He his videos be having some wait, fire wait, wait. beats, bro. He got some fire beats. Wait, wait, wait. Is we gonna watch the Infinity War version again where he do the dance after Thanos did the snap? Oh no, no, wait. Let's let me, let's, let's do it when oh um they was doing hood Naruto and he did the dance with the Rashid in it. No, what about the hood my hero oh, my when he God. did that snap? We've been dance? canceled. We've been canceled. Yeah, so he's gonna dress up as all of us and dare the dance. Well, he did the dang deal. We're gonna see that dance. Oh no, it's King Vader and all his guys. What they gonna do? Then the beat go go doom, 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 doom. And they're doing that stupid dance. I'm gonna walk right past them. Go look at the cosplay got dark. I don't know. Charlotte Flair or something. Let's go. No, I'm good on that. But like, you know, back to the award show thing. I personally don't care. Jokes and get off. I forgot who even won. So I'm pretty sure Chris gonna say yeah, a lot of things that like I don't even think Attack on Titan even won anything, which is kind of no. sucks. Because they, they no, it won. Stuff. It won uh, Best Direction. Oh yeah, man, it did. Yeah. Attack yeah. On Titan. Uh, and that was uh, Kenny versus um, uh, East Titan. Levi should have been there too. But they only can have one, so I understand why it was the beef. Oh, type. You, you, you was... know what fight? You know what fight? Which one? Uh, Luffy versus Katakuri. Mm, I yeah. th- did it not meet the did it meet the qualifications? Snake Man versus Snake Man versus Katakuri. Did, but did it meet it? Did it meet it though? Like, was it uh, on the like? Because you know they got dates. So was it too late or too early? No, it, it was. It was in 2019. Yeah, it was the same season that Even like if... happened to work all in the same time. Like with most of the stuff that was nominated. Well, you right. Oh, I don't know why they didn't do that. That snubbed the heck out of me, though. Yep. But uh, no these are all the winners. Uh, best character design, Dororo. I didn't even watch that. Uh, I didn't watch that either. Mob Psycho won best animation. I'm not mad at it. Uh, I can respect that. Best ep- best fight scene episode nineteen. Um, I don't. Re- I don't. I don't respect. It had good anime. 
I don't, but sequence. No, no. Hey, hey Cam, I'm about to drop this game, bro. Laughing, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh! Are you at the part where you doing the dancing? Yeah, man. Yeah. That's what you get for talking all that shit. <laughs> Talk about Savando so, like that boy. You took no, no, dance, now you gotta dance, nigga. <laughs> I'm trying to use every other word in the freaking game, but this is the, the sassiest thing I ever. Yo, it's the hey. got a goddamn parade going, bro. Yeah, bro, he got a unique dance anime, and hey, actually, that armor that he gives you is not. Stat wise, moving on. Best couple, uh, Kaguya and Miyuki from uh, Kaguya Simon Love is War. I, res- I respect, I respect that because that, that anime was fire. Still got to finish it. Um, best boy, Tanjiro, best opening sequence, that. uh, Mob Psycho shenanigans. I call on that. Uh, best ending. Uh, Kaguya Summer Love is War. I'm not I respect that because that, that shit is kind of fire. I'm not fire it had the best opening and the best ending to me. Like, it, it was fire. <laughs> like, it, it's no cap, bro. That, that, uh, that chick was getting her dance on. G. I, I yeah, that. uh, wasn't that like took they took that from uh, what was that? They took it from that other and it's what is yeah. it called? Harui, yeah, I think from Harui. Yeah, I think they took it from that. Um, Best performance by a voice act, an English dub voice actor, uh, the dude who did Now for Me from uh, Rise and the Shield Hero. I never watched the dub, so I don't know how he sounds. Uh, best performance. Did they say, did they say his uh, name? His name is Billy Kamitz. I don't know him. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, best performance by a voice actor in Japan. Uh, yep, that's the only award JoJo won. I, re- I respect show, that. And I respect it, but still, shenanigans. Arriba yep. Uh Best Fantasy, Promise Netherland. Best Comedy, Com- Kaguya Sama, Love is War. Best Drama, Venice Saga. Best I Director. You know I had to turn up for the ghost. I know, it's necessary. Because that's the only W we got. It's the only thing we got. You know, you got to be so hard out here for the ghost, man. It'd be that way, G. It'd be that way. Best Director, Attack on Titan 1, of course. Best Score, Carolyn Tuesday. I agree with that. Best Protagonist. Do you feel like they got that award? Because it was probably like the only music anime. That- yes. <laughs> let's yes. let's just get. Yes, let's just keep it G. Like honestly, I I'm probably the only one in this group that will ever watch Carol and Tuesday, and probably the only one that will probably watch. I won't watch that stuff. Okay, but uh, but I still stand the anime. It should have won best score regardless, unless it was like the only competition in best score. I would probably honor with Big Vinland Saga, but yeah. Uh, uh, best protagonist shockingly was Senku from Doctor Stone. Uh, we Whatever. already we already argued best antagonist. That's another one I would have been like, yo, that's okay if Tanjiro would have got that, but you know, I guess they both like they both basic though. I guess I, I guess they like Senku because he's. Really, I said Tanjiro because that nigga was the the, the the episode of good, right? You know, and I like heroes like that. But, like, I guess the Senko was Smug. So, you know, Smug is all the rage now. Yeah. Uh, he's, and he's an edgy, he's an edgy boy. 
Yeah, smug, edgy, like he fits the demographic for what people want out of a man. Oh, character. and he has and he has Yu-Gi-Oh here too. Yep, he gets. Hey, shout out to that. Hey, shout out to them guys. Cause, and hey, that was supposed to be bro show, and Sicko took it. G. And Sicko just took it, bro. Whatever the other nigga name is, I don't even know his name. From the, Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, no, no, the dude show was supposed to be, and people didn't like it, so the creator. Oh, the black hair dude. Yeah, the oh, that, yeah. the um, I forgot his name too. Yeah, I never understood why people didn't like. This what it is. I think he just <laughs> came off like Asta, a stone man Asta. So, <laughs> my poor guess. black clover. Black clover got snubbed too, though. Uh, <laughs> black clover got snubbed. Uh, man, Seven got snubbed for the Escanor fight, bro. That's in the one best fight. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Uh, and anime of the year, of course, is Demon Slayer. So that's the Crunchyroll Awards this year. Um, it's not. Our, it's not our anime. It's not ours. Not ours. So, but hey, one day. Hey man, one day. Maybe he one said day. one. Villain Saga lost, bro. It ain't got no. Let's just. No, I'm saying our awards. We have our awards. One day. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought you were talking about Villain Saga one day. Oh, there we go. That was. I think they did call Thor L. Yeah, that's that's the that's Thor kill from the hood. The stream just stopped. Oh, Rail, that's Thor L. Like, y'all gotta put yeah. some respect on the GOAT, bro. But uh, let's go ahead and do our clowns of the week. Oh, oh, goofies out here, oh, clown ass All right, um, wait. This See, when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Monique. Even though nobody watched Monique's uh, Showtime special, G, comedy special. Shout out to Monique. <laughs> but uh, anyway, my clown of the week uh, is going to go to the people that don't go outside. No offense. To, uh, I mean, and when I say don't go outside, I mean people who was out here doing All-Star Weekend on mm. social media, believing every little thing that didn't happen. Let's start off with the money bag yo coat situation. That did not happen. That was false. And you niggas ran with it. And then y'all ran with so much shenanigans that didn't happen that y'all said y'all are embarrassed in Chicago. You niggas don't go outside or y'all just don't pay attention to shit because y'all are the same people saying where the party's at. Y'all was messaging me. Like, yes, I am plugged. I know a few people. I only went out once. I went to a brunch. So literally, I wasn't trying to be out here like that. I was trying to go, even though I was trying to go to Meg Thee Stallion's birthday party and all of that. Shout out to my homie Kansas that did get in though. She took a picture with Meg and I cried. But um But yeah, besides that, you niggas that was just that just believed every little negative thing saying Chicago was embarrassed when there's a lot of people who said, Hey, we had fun all this goddamn weekend. There wasn't no drama, stuff like that. While you people are you talking just, about like are they trying to stuff that happened downtown? Yeah, like little stuff that would happen during an all star weekend, like petty little stuff. But like oh. people saying Chicago y'all, city wasn't y'all embarrassing the city. I'm like nigga, y'all embarrassing y'all sales by not by, by not doing shit and believing yeah, this ain't that Lollapalooza. Goddamn thing. Yeah, this ain't like Lollapalooza embarrasses the city way more. 
Like, I would say black people did a good job this whole weekend because I was expecting an NBA player to get slapped up and kidnapped. That was my expectations. And the fact that that didn't happen, even though it is still 11 and these guys are going to be in the city for another day, something still can happen. But besides that Friday, Saturday, nothing happened of major that I give a lot of people their props. But you got these goofy-ass mugs that don't go outside. Believe in any little thing that social media posts up and said, y'all embarrassing the city. You niggas didn't even do shit. <laughs> Sit y'all goofy-ass down. This ain't what y'all was supposed to talk about, G. Clowns out here, G. Goofy motherfuckers, G. Y'all embarrassed the city, G, by believing this shit. So, that's my clown of the week. <clears throat> I don't think I'm mute, right? Nope, you good. Hey, you good. All right, cool. Yeah, man, my clown of the week was going to go to the cap. Oh, like, man, how you get Thor Kale wrong? It's literally Thor Hey, that's the real from the hood. Thor But my <laughs> clown goes to some fairly recent. Was the referees for the All-Star game. Little niggas, my niggas' money was on the line. It was. And niggas didn't call for charges in the All-Star game. Kyle Lowry was drawing <laughs> charges, G. In the All-Star right. game. So, they, so what, y'all went to the Rising Stars game? Yeah, yeah it, but I'm not talking about so, that. Rising Star game was fun. I could give a clown for Zion, for Zion for missing a couple dunks, but he did bend the rim. Ain't nobody do that in rookie game history. That nigga so, strong as so shit. He bent <laughs> the whole basketball hoop. Like he just it was, it was tilted. But um, it goes to um, it goes to those refs, bro. One of them refs was just absolutely stupid. Like why did they? I, I bet it was the dude who was the first All Star game. He was like, he called, like nigga, why are you calling charges in an All Star game? He said, "This the only time I'll be able to do this in my life, G. I got to make my bro." <laughs> I, I, I was, I was, I was over here steaming. I muted myself. I was steaming, bro. And I'm watching this. Cam talking about how good that like one of them games is, and I'm like, huh. And then I look over at Kyle Lowry doing a thumbs up thing and point to the other side. I'm like, what the heck is this? James Harden had a perfect Harden? game moment, and they took it away. <laughs> like legit. Like and then. And then I could give it to Braun for shooting a half court shot trying to ice the game. Man, that wasn't going to go in. We need you, Braun, my nigga. <laughs> like, so. Uh, man, you got to assert your dominance. Man, nah, Greek Freak was a certain year. That nigga couldn't even get a switch off, bro. <laughs> Greek Freak was not playing with that nigga, dog. <laughs> that was scary. But, uh, now that really, Greek Freak got a, a, the one of the clutches block I've seen in my whole entire life. Yeah. Uh, other than the other one. But, um, yeah, uh, that's it. A little jokey joke for my clown in the week, but uh, yeah, I'm done. Uh, <clears throat> my clown in the week. Uh, I got two things. My clown in the week goes to Microsoft, idiots. Um, <laughs> but aside from that, I do want to uh, burp from clown. Uh, because this warmed my heart. Uh, people who know uh, about Maximilian, dude. It's like the fighting game YouTuber dude. Yep. Um, cool him and his wife are actually having a uh, a baby they're expecting because uh, he usually does uh, Evo coverage. He recently put out a video where he said he won't be going to Evo this year because around that time uh, the their child is going to be born. So I thought I thought that was really awesome. I've, I've been a huge fan of Max for years. Um, like 
I love watching some of his boss rage videos. A lot of stuff I actually watch from Max are like non-fighting Dark Souls walkthroughs, his Bloodborne stuff. He's just a really fun and entertaining dude. And this is an awesome opportunity for him. It's a huge blessing, a miracle of life. So shout out to Maximilian dude and his wife um, and wishing nothing but the best uh, for their child. Yeah, definitely congrats on that. Like, that, that was good to hear. I heard about it yesterday. Well, that, that's a lot of good news right there. And another clown. I'm sorry we got to go back to the negativity. Yo, anybody that said D-Wade is a bad father because his son decided to be trans, y'all got to chill, G. If y'all know the history of what that <laughs> man had to do to get those t- his sons, his sons was living in a bad environment before him with, with his baby mama here in Chicago. I think they were homeless at one point, G. D-Wade saved his son's life. So to say he's a bad dad which, uh, because... Which son is this? The, his youngest son, not the baby, but his youngest son, uh, decided was is oh. trans. Is uh, guesses wants to be trans, but gee, yes, it's twenty twenty. Do I wholeheartedly agree? No, but at the same time, the outright say this man is a horrible father because his son this wants yeah. this thinks he wants to be a girl is bogus as hell. Especially when you know the history of what D Wade did to get his sons. Gee. And plus, he still has one son that's following in his footsteps. That's his oldest, oldest his oldest boy. But, gee, yeah, even if, chill, And bro. even if D-Wade was like, hey, cut that gay shit out and be a man. And, and like, he would have grown up, and then he just would have been like, once he moved the flock, he would have been like, yeah, I'm, I'm trans. Exactly. So it was like, y'all so got to chill. Is, like, chill. This is because life, man. Let him do what he got to do. Exactly, because for all right, all like, gee, just let them do what they got to do. Exactly. Let them Little mind y'all business. Because when the time <laughs> comes, when it's y'all time to have kids, whoo, man, it's going to be interesting how that dialogue is going to be. Don't, don't look funny in the light. Don't look funny. Yeah. Especially since y'all want to have such strong comments on social media. But D Wade is also a clown because he calls Aaron Gordon dunk contest. So uh, you, you, you get the double jab. <laughs> you ruined the dunk contest. He's a bad, you know, he's a, he's a bad father. Let him. You should have put me <laughs> Like, gee, D-Way, you had one job, bro. Scotty Pippen, you had one job. Chadwick Boseman, you had As one job. As my man HPJ said, D-Way 9 identifies as a 10. On that note. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> On that note. comes back to Hold up, no way. an episode. <laughs> hey, protect HPG art forever, G on Twitter, bro. That's a le- that's a Twitter legend right there, G. That man posts some of the most outrageous stuff and has been protected. I don't know whether he knows the owners of Twitter, but G, keep doing your thing. This but, uh, this the episode that's gonna get us canceled, man. And look, we got, we should have got canceled when I said uh, my big mom joke about Mexican refrigerators, and we still and that went on to be a very high list to episode for a month. So, hey, I'm, we're good. And plus, getting canceled means we're up, we're successful. So, hey, it be that way sometimes. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, listen to uh, if you listen to this podcast and you still want to try to cancel us be that way sometimes but feel free to at us on twitter as you cancel us at the black otakus 
cancel us at the Black Otakus. Even hashtag it because we'll greatly appreciate it because that means we're successful. We're getting listens and you guys give a damn about what we say. But either way, feel free to follow us on Twitter at the Black Otakus. Um, still Black History Month and we're still struggling to find Black History uh, moments in anime and video games. It is hard. <laughs> it is very hard. But we're we're tanking through it either way. But uh, definitely appreciate the love and support. Um, make sure you do whatever streaming platform that you are listening to us on. We uh, make sure you like, subscribe, all that good stuff. If it's Apple Podcasts, comment. SoundCloud, comment, all that is greatly appreciated, of course. And what else do I need to say? Also, also, uh, I'm just going to just give this little, but probably by the summertime, we might be having merch. We might have merch by the summertime. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. So something to be on the lookout for. Uh, But we appreciate you guys for listening. And peace. Peace out.